Marshall. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Radiant Marshall podcast. This is a show that focuses on the Marshall timeline by Kyle Higgins and Marcelo Costa. I'm your host, Bash, and I'm joined by my fellow hosts. You may know them as Accretion, the Warrior Priests of the 100s, Vessels for the Colossals, the Galactic Hosts, and Stewards of the Old Ways. Charlie, Matt, and Addy. How are you guys doing today? Doing very good here. Um, yeah, this has uh, been one we've been uh, looking forward to for a while. So uh, can't wait to get into it. Uh, and yeah, kill everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great too. We've been waiting for this a long time and it's been worth the wait. I'm excited to uh, be part of the catalyst and uh, indoctrinate my fellow um, readers as well. Love it. Yeah, uh, we're seeing that uh, elections have consequences. <laughs> no, but this is a shit show and like... Hey, we're not pulling out any stops here. This could be, I don't want to bury the lead, but yeah, we saw a lot of stuff go down and we're going to talk about it. I'm excited. Let's go. Let us go indeed. So before we begin today, we've got a whole menu of things to talk about. And first things first, of course, if you haven't heard, um, we actually are the hosts of a few other shows, including the Rogue Sun podcast. So make sure you check that out if you haven't. The Rogue Sun podcast. Uh, you can find that on any, any any social media, you know, aggregators or podcast aggregators at Rogue Sun Podcast. Um, we've had Brian Parrott on on our debut episode where we asked him all kinds of awesome questions. People seem to really dig that episode, and we usually release our episodes within a day of the release of the newest issue. So we'll have that up soon, probably tomorrow or the day after this week. You know, a Rogue Sun Seventeen review and. We, of course, we are the Radiant Black Podcast. You can find us on the social media at Radiant Black Pod. We've got some giveaways that we're going to do for Christmas, actually. Some Radiant Christmas, which we actually we did an episode before on Radiant Christmas. We did the Radiant Black thumbnail. We had him with the trees. So are you excited to spread some radiant joy this uh, this year, fellas? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd yeah, love to hear that. love to hear that. And uh, yeah, always, always nice to give back to the community, for sure. That's great. For sure. And before we move even further ado, we are also, of course, fans of Kyle Higgins. And Kyle Higgins does have some, you know, him being like the creator of the of the Massiverse and everything. Kyle Higgins does have, have some interesting things coming up. We've got Moon Man number one releasing January 31st. This is, of course, uh, with he's working with uh, Scott Mascudi, a.k.a. Kentucky. Yeah. I, I I think we 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 actually had a short episode to talk about this. Uh, were, were you excited? Are you a big Kid Cudi fan, Matt? Do, do, were you? Excited I'm a casual. Like I've gone to high school like campfires and like uh, you know fair, like fair enough, high school parties, listen to his music, which is like iconic, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. and you, so yeah, I'm excited. That's amazing, and the art looks really cool. And you know, they're gonna yeah. take it somewhere yeah. cool. Yeah, like yeah. How about you guys? Mar- Marco Locati on sure. art, Igor Monti of Massiverse fame. Hassan Atman Elhau, letterer on No One and pretty much every other book that's out these days. <laughs> and editor Michael Basudo. Uh, very excited for this one. You guys going to be picking this up? Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, de- definitely. I, they also, that was the first page they showed, right? Uh, with Igor. I think they previewed mm-hmm. that off. And man, that <laughs> j- just looks insane. So yeah. You guys see this see. cover by Erica? Yeah, there's oh, gonna no, be there, there's gonna be so many cool covers for yeah. this series. It's it's made for it's made for these these kind of variant covers and stuff. So yeah, that's Rod Rice see. here. That's the thumbnail yeah. image we use. It's just yeah. too good to press up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got the 150 by Matt Taylor, who's done a lot of the flash like ratios recently. Scorch yeah, stuff. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, very excited for this that's one. Crazy. And of course, 
We also, you know, being the Radiant Black Podcast, forgive me, I don't I don't have this open, but I'll open that. Being the Radiant Black Podcast, we also have a Radiant Black Podcast Patreon where you can join us, uh, you know, and f- for the price of like, what, two bucks, I think is the first one and four bucks is the second one. Canadian, um, U.S. That's uh, Canadian. Yeah, that's even it's even lower. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't don't embarrass us with our exchange value. Matt. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. yeah. So here you see, oh, it's three and six. No, so it is U.S. So yeah, we have two U.S. and four U.S. So the price of a comic book is the highest uh, membership we do, and you'll be part of the Rating Black Podcast fanatics and the nerds. Yeah. Um, obviously, we do a lot of cast on there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, fancast. We have we do a lot of things. We're gonna do early episodes for everyone. We've been you know demoing that recently, but we've also started doing Patreon exclusive content, and we do have our newsletter dropping very soon. We're adding some really big changes to it that will include some cool things. But I think people are gonna be really excited when they see it. I'm thinking just a couple, two or three days, and we'll have it done. So there's that. But yeah, check that out if you're interested. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to get into why well the main the main event of the night what everyone is here for radiant black number 27 and obviously this is the radiant marshall podcast so we're going to start with the marshall timeline now this is the cover without the this both covers without the uh the title we managed to get the beautiful artwork all on its own appreciate we have some guests on the cover who we'll get into in a second here but uh yeah i think we should thought or i i know i thought that was going to be sheer right or right right (laughs) I thought I think right. you're thinking that. So yeah, that, that was a cool surprise. Wasn't that um initially. But yeah, this was uh pretty cool. Um I I, I was just curious. Um first of all, I know uh, Matt Matt was uh, wondering this behind the scenes, but how how'd you guys today get getting your issues? Like did you get any problems or how how, how all that I was I was fine. I will say I got lucky that there were there were three cover there were three twenty sevens and one twenty seven point five. So I got lucky that I got both. I got the last 25, but otherwise it was, it was fine. Okay. How about you, Bash? Yeah, I, I think people finally realized, like, what the 0.5s meant and, and you know, realized their initial mistakes. So I had no issues myself and was really happy to see that both both 27 and 27.5 were in the pull box. Right. Yeah. Cool. Matt? I, yeah. I just went with Kindle. Uh, was, I thought he just <laughs> my, uh, I had no credit uh, debit card, but I just went with the Amex Comixology. I learned their tricks. This new omnibus thing, I really hope, is going to iron out the kinks and make yeah, it easier for yeah, us. Yeah. I know uh, Radiant Black is pretty, like, I think Kyle's tweeted about it, saying that hopefully that would be uh, something that takes off. And Radiant Black is like on one of the pages as a focus, So, or at least in the picture I saw. So I think that could be better going forward. But they definitely ironed out a lot of the kinks. I don't think it was as bad. But Charlie, I know you mentioned off air that uh, there was a bit of a story. Yeah, so I, I I got my issues no problem. I, I got I buy all mine digitally, um, but but I actually had a chance um, to go out to the local comic book shop today. I, I went to two um, to pick up some issues. I, I haven't been for a while, and I, I actually went in and I talked to this guy who I know he loves Radiant Black. He loves the whole Massive Verse. Uh, yeah, the owner. He reads all the stuff, and uh, he I haven't talked to him in probably yeah four or five months, and he's. He's like, yeah, I've been loving the series. Like, it's been great. Um, and then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to go get these hmm. uh, these issues. So I go over and I notice there's a, only cover A's for everything. So I'm like, okay, that, that's cool. So I, I get all the cover A's. I go over yeah. and I'm like, oh, like, 
did you not get any cover Bs? He's like, oh, well, no, like the, the mirrors are pretty cool. But like, I, I, I don't know, like the story's been great, but I just like, it's not, I don't really need the, the variants and stuff. And I'm what? like, well, you, you know, there's like a second story in that. And he had no idea oh. <laughs> in issue, yeah, issue 27 until I told him. And, and then I went to the other store. Um, beside yeah. me exact same thing exact Whoa. same thing and they basically said all the readers there's so many readers who aren't necessarily die hard reading black fans they're yeah. just getting them in these huge piles right um so so they're, they're just getting them they just want the cover a's and stuff but personally i was thinking about it today and i think one of the big things is in that issue 25 if even if you were to get cover a and b for issue 25 right only like, that last page was different. different. So you could just I mean, have it in a sleeve. You could like compare in... both those, but it doesn't tell you anything. Mm -hmm. So now you're like, okay, I, I don't need the cover B for the next issue. So now you and now That's it why. just keeps continuing. And you're you're not you're not gonna look until unless you're on Twitter and you're not on Twitter looking for this stuff unless you're a diehard yeah. fan of this stuff, right? So it's I yeah, That's... I was kind of I, and 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 the funny thing was he was loving it. He was like, oh, yeah. yeah, Catalyst War has been amazing. And he's only getting half the stories. Be also, because it it's so fluid, you can read every other issue and yep. it doesn't take a break, right? right. Like, there's no breaks in between them. It's so fluid. So I think I'm That's wondering cool. how many pe people just think Marshall's Radiant Black. And <laughs> I, I, I think I think a handful of people. And yeah, I, I was just uh, no, I was crazy. kind of surprised to hear that. But yeah, I, I picked up all my A covers and and Rogue Sun, which I'm also excited to talk about soon because that was also fantastic. But that was my story. That, 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 no, that that's really of, interesting. That and cool. you're in Toronto, right? Like you're not in like some small town yeah. Yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy to me. I, I know that Capcan carries them, right? That place in yeah. uh, it's also in Ontario. They so got both. Has, yeah. yeah, they're more of like a large distributor, but they also have their like storefront and stuff. But yeah, that's wild. The two stores you went to, not just one. So that's crazy. If the retailer doesn't know or is unaware, I'm sure the customers have no chance. Because really how, how much are they looking into this stuff too? Like, like I, I, I'm not sure. Like they're just buying, but I, I guess it depends on on the store and, and how big they are. Um, yeah. But yeah, he said he said the people who get them are like. They're just kind of more casual fans who get them, so maybe that's what it is. But that's nice. Yeah, I mean, it, he said he hasn't heard otherwise, so he didn't know about it. Like no one's told him. So, so you're the first guy in five months to bring it up to the, to, <laughs> to the owner. Yeah, I was hey like, man, that's just like two catalyst war issues, okay? That's like two issues, okay? Five months, not not five issues, two issues because of the delays. So well, Charlie, you get though. you get some. You get some good karma there for for raising yeah. awareness. No, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Maybe maybe you'll find a black hole somewhere in the middle. Of the yeah, exactly. Keep an eye out. Yeah, you never know. Take it. Take yeah. it. That's wild. Actually, after reading this, I might I might not want it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys, let's get into the issue. So, so we're doing twenty seven first, aka the Marshall timeline, and that is why. So the entire creative team is the same, except for the colorist and the artist. The ones who worked on this issue are Kyle Higgins and Joe Clark on the writing team, Eduardo Fregato on the inks, Raul Angelo on colors, and of course, Becca Carey on letters, and of course, editor Michael Basudel. So without further ado, let's get into it. Here's the first page. We're seeing how basically each uh, each character, well, I guess we won't compare, compare right away. The, the thing opens with the interpretation of the context of the event. And as we can see, Nathan being the partner in this issue, as in the partner in crime to Marshall and not, not Radiant Black, is 
feeling as if they are very much firmly in the middle of a war. And that is the word he uses, like that he chooses to use. So what did you guys think of this? I don't know. A documentarian, Nathan, I think that was a really freaking interesting way to go. Cause like what else, who's better to tell the story or write about it. Right. than Nathan mm-hmm. and dividing it into, I, I just thought this was really good. And the way these two issues mirrored them to, mirror is, is genius, right? Like, Kyle and in my tweet, I, I was gushing about this issue. And I forgot to mention Joe Clark, so that's on me. Joe is amazing in the the edition. Those two are a lethal combo in the stories that they can tell. So I thought this was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if um, anyone got uh, Lois Lane vibes from this, but that, that's kind of mm-hmm. what I, I got from this. <laughs> kind of just setting up the tone, um, kind of with the um, kind of just talking about everything what's happened. But I thought it was yeah, just great kind of see, seeing all these things that uh kind of they might they might not have time to uh shine a big spotlight on but yeah here uh we, we flip the page and we get our uh our first look at some radiant uh radiant troopers uh what are these guys called again the uh well they're just they're literally the franklin group the yeah. franklin group yeah oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, i i was i was hoping for a cooler name not gonna lie but, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. is that is that the first time we hear about them the franklin group yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we had our speculation regarding what was going to be done with the leaking of the 001 paper, and here's mm. the first time we get confirmation they've been, that... They've been yeah, working but, behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah, they brought yeah. In We ice, saw them like, in the helicopter, right? When they were shooting yeah. the beams. So that was the yeah. first time we saw them, but like this is yeah. like, you see them in the full-ass armor and everything. Yeah, yeah. I love that yeah, it's ice. Like, what are they going to do? Like, what's ice going to do against like outer space stuff? Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I love the Space Force. Like, space Force. Like, yeah, the Space Force is coming in. So, yeah. I mean... Really, this is a big deal. And we're not going to get into the politics of it all because, goddamn, we don't want to. But, like, this is really cool. Those suit designs are really sick. Like, the, if the Avengers game, I was killing those guys for 40 hours, I would probably, the game probably would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're badass and they're strong. Like, they, yeah. we can tell, like, he, they're they're giving uh, Marshall run for his money here. He's he's out of breath, um, as we see on the on the next page. So, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, they're they're pretty strong. It's It's cool to see. I like how you can see Nathan there behind the glass, like in the first yeah. like panel, like, like right there, you can see Nathan there. And he's just like, there's a bunch of like U.S. soldiers and like, you know, like all these army men. It's just fucking Nathan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to point that out. No, it's true. Yeah. He's he's a writer, right? He's got that soul. He's not a war guy. Like he doesn't even like. Hey, excuse you. He's the quote unquote biographer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's the right. biographer. Got to give him his proper. Well, views. I don't know if that's ever coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoilers. But yeah, yeah guys. Yeah. Wait, so read the issue ahead. before you listen to any of us talk about this going forward because it's right. really both issues are amazing yes so it's full spoilers but one thing i want to point out is we got official confirmation that at least like a speculative official confirmation that here he says different members of kieran's post office army group which i'm pretty sure is just the cia front so finally kyle somewhat confirming that like kieran's actually cia which we already like low-key knew yeah. but it's good to put a you know a name and a word to it. Yeah. yep so yeah i mean Really cool page so far. Love the colors. But this sets up another interesting page coming up next, which is, as you can see, you guys were saying he's being trained hard, but he's also fist bumping the soldiers there in that image. So we see it's a tight group. Like, this is Marshall we're talking about. This is the guy who calls the officers piggies, right? And he's straight up very disrespectful to their faces. So they see him have this relationship with these soldiers in a is interesting yeah. development, considering he was apprehensive to even call for their support. Yeah, that's a really good point to make, how he is so anti-Thorian. Just like Nathan, that's kind of like a thing they mutually kind of share. But yeah, you're right. We've gone from calling them pigs to being one of the war pigs. You know, you're going in there <laughs> doing your own thing. Pretty interesting. 
Yeah, so we see that Marshall, uh, Nathan continues his, uh, like Charlie said uh, very nicely, his lowest lane-like commentary and insights. He says, Radiant Black is being challenged for the fate of the world. Marshall and I made a decision, and now I'm here to help. But was it the right decision? And right is emboldened. So seeds of doubt, right? Like he's <laughs> feeling that doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's big, right? Because you know it's a big decision. You're the only, him and him and Marshall are the only ones that understand how big that decision was, and know. And you're also giving up a lot of power, so you're thinking like, okay, I support my friend, but also if he fucks up, I should have been the one to do this. So it, it's a heavy weight on your shoulders for the fate of Earth. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's really it shows you that even though Nathan agreed to this decision in this timeline, they had a conversation. And they agreed to give Marshall a chance. He believed in him. We started to see that maybe that belief wasn't like with full conviction. There are some holes in the armor. And right now, Nathan is is seriously doubtful. And I, I would say like it's a pretty rough time to be doubtful of, of your really good friend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, yeah, uh, well, Ali should be back. He, we, we just lost yeah. him quick. Let's give him his BC shit off. He'll, he'll be back yeah. for your listeners. Um, but yeah, so uh, now we get... Um, our, our buddy back here. Um, <laughs> this is this. I wanted to highlight the Chicago yeah, architecture. This was great. This was right? great. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah they, they, they said there's going to be a lot of Chicago in this issue, and you could really feel that. Of course, we're not natives of Chicago, but we just noticed that there were some sites that looked like they would be. So if you're a Chicago, if you're from Chicago and you recognize this place, let us know what it is in the comments. We've highlighted a few throughout. But here's yeah. the page for context. Of course, has has anyone ever had a gibberita? No. <laughs> I searched it up. It's a thing. It looked like a sushi burrito um, Ooh, to me. That's I would what mess it with it. Like. Um, so yeah, it looked interesting. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, f- funny seeing them da- dabble um, into. Bro, into it's our finger licking good. It's finger that's licking sad. good. Look at that. Look at that. Zero zero one licking them fingers. Those are existence yeah. tainted fingers. Yeah. Framed yeah. Yeah. lick the matters off. They must be really good, eh? Next yeah. time we go to C two E two, we'll have to definitely get some of those. But if we ever go, but uh, I was no. I was actually wondering at first. Sorry, uh, I was to- no, I was totally wondering if it was one of uh, BB's recipes. <laughs> I, I was I was actually gonna like go through. I was like, this definitely sounds like a Chai Mexican recipe. But yeah, what if it didn't even exist and Kyle has some of the pastimes as uh, Marshall and just made it one night when he was like really <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't exist in real life? That'd be cool. But no, hey, I, I like that. Hey, Definitely a nice little tour of the <laughs> culture. We're just talking about the gibberito, which is, of course, the gib- Have you ever had a gibberito? No. What is that? I. It's it's what zero zero one's eating here. Dude, I mean, look, it's it's no figure idea. like it looks like a taco. It looks like a taco. But yeah, yeah, no idea what it is. But yeah, it looks interesting. But he's he's enjoying it. Yeah. Um, we, we, but yeah. Marshall's face. Is let's a, talk. Is let's talk about these two issues, though, real quick. These, in my opinion, are like the issue of I think it's Invincible Eleven, where you get the real origin of of uh, Omni Man, where the mm-hmm. whole thing is just explaining what Viltrum is, what the Viltrumite Empire yeah. is, like what a Viltrumite is, what they do, what their plan is, why he's on Earth. I felt like this was very much tonally that issue of the series. Like this is. It's much later. It's 27, 27.5. I think, well, isn't it? Yeah, because that, that that was like the fake background. You know, he, he made them sound like uh, they weren't struggling, but we get the real the real one, like in season two. Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about issue 11. It happens really early in the story. That's the real one. And because the, mm-hmm. the, the fake one, he tells Mark when he's right. young earlier. Yeah. Oh, right, so, right, right. So it's, yeah. 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 So, and, 
we got some good info too like we actually cool. got some substantial like names and a bit more i feel like we're not as like out in, in the dark as we were yeah. you know we didn't even know what the series was we still don't know but like some big ties to, to earlier parts in the series too yeah like, like mm-hmm. big things yeah there, there, yeah there's a lot there's a lot, there's a lot more there's to theory craft with Kyle wasn't playing around. He was saying this was a big one for a reason. And yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't just saying that. Um, yeah. 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 They, I, I would say, I, I don't know about you guys, but also I would say this was the last two kind of diverged, but now I think we were right in saying the timelines are just now going to spread farther and farther apart. Like last, mm-hmm. last issue, we are similar. It started out a little similar and branched off, but now it kind of starts different and it, continues different um so yeah stuff's going wild here yeah and we get important pieces of lore like everyone said here he says premier isn't testing the radiant he's testing its wielder when catalyst challenges a planet the first stage is invasion and he says the second challenge is indoctrination that's where you know marshall makes a joke about having to debate a robot of course we know that nothing is ever so simple but i do want to i do want to emphasize how cool it is to see like uh, zero zero one, just eating food with Marshall, like you know, acting all human for once, seem, seemingly enjoying it. But that's where we get even deeper into this whole lore thing because we see that now, as he's explaining the challenge, he's both not too happy with how Marshall's reacting to it, you know, emphasizing mm-hmm. the idea that you know he's a child, and then there's also the the notion that this was a testing device meant for empires and not like children, and in this case, I think he also means not like stupid humans. So. Marshall still continues not to take it seriously, but then we get some really deep lore where we see that 001's actually upset because he puts the blade to Marshall's neck and says, you think we look kindly on your need for outside help, which make, which lets us know that he's actually one of the 100, which will, you know, we'll get the formal name later, but he's one of the people who, like, you know, tests, he's one of the people who come through during the test of indoctrination, one of the, the yeah. people who are recruited to be vessels eventually. Yeah. Almost like a hive mind, like a hive mind, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, like it. Yeah, no, it was it was super cool. Yeah, we got we got a lot of zero zero one or yeah, these couple yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah. I always thought he was kind of like this this evil guy. Like this added a lot to the character and like a lot of depth. When it, looking back now, you can look at those first issues and have like a whole different flavor and understanding of why he's there because he's kind of like a rebel, as we learn later on the issue. I don't want to jump over ourselves but it's really cool even reading this issue having read to the end of it seeing stuff like we where he's kind of with them but he's kind of yeah. not like he's trying to be the difference maker to prove through like a whole leadership he's like the one that rebelled like a certain uh, invincible character that i won't name because uh, we still don't know. <laughs> even show watchers don't even know what that that guy's up to so i think that's really cool yeah do you guys do you guys get a hint of jealousy from zero zero one that marshall is the one that has the radiant and marshall is the one that's getting tested I, I thought and, that and, and first failing at it so much. I think it's more like like he thinks he's superior. I think he thinks like like they're inferior. Like I really do. I get the impression well, yeah, that, he, yeah. He lived his whole life based yeah. on these beliefs, yeah. right? But yeah. but I also think because we learn more about him in the next issue and it's spoilers, but I think he's also jaded because this aligns somewhat with his like his own path. So mm-hmm. to see someone like take it so unseriously, I think is offensive to him. It's you like Vegeta I mean? and Goku yeah. kind of deal where it's like, damn you, I'm yeah. supposed to be the like the one that changes things or like the leader. And it turns out this guy naturally just has abilities I don't. Or yeah, he, it's like or... Waylon with Owen, but imagine yeah. Owen didn't take it seriously. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. he just like thought it was all yeah. a joke. You know what I mean? Like that's how it feels, right? Yeah. yeah. It's awesome character. Like 001, yeah. like going up in the tier list if we don't already have him at S. 
next yeah. year. I do really like how Eduardo, first of all, Eduardo Fregato does some of his best work, in my opinion, in this issue. But one thing I really appreciated more uh, that I felt like he was always really good at facial expressions, mm -hmm. facial emotions, conveying like depth within the facial structure. And I think in this issue, particularly like right here, you can see it's the really, really good looks at his face that are very expressive yeah. in terms of how 001 is feeling, but also how Marshall's feeling. He looks genuinely terrified here, like shocked and terrified, right? Like he went from like pure indifference like whoa you know so the man's talking it's a very like you know <laughs> or like when moment. i have to debate a robot right like and i have mm -hmm. but i'm eating a good sandwich like that's the face i would make yeah no, but like <laughs> the faces are right and they really do convey those emotions just think of how difficult it would be to draw just lines and, and everything in a shape that conveys mm -hmm. the exact tone you want and they always nail it like it, it, eduardo is a champ yeah, yeah. I, I hate I hate this page. They literally told no. us. Kyle Higgins is the man who keeps on giving <laughs> when it comes to cosplays, ladies and gentlemen. And this is another that you can add to your inventory of radiant cosplays where he's given us the shirtless radiant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, so Marshall's just walking around shirtless. He's definitely looking a lot he's more jacked. Small. Yeah, so the military <laughs> training has been paying off. But um, it's funny because you're thinking, why is he doing this? And that's where... Nathan's like, oh no, you know, he lets Nathan know he's keeping the secret. He doesn't want them to find out a secret identity. And then Nathan says the intelligible thing, which is, I gotta imagine the NSA figured that out months ago, metadata and all. And then he says, and that's why I keep my browsing history so spicy, misdirection. <laughs> I really want to see that browsing history, how the browser history. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, we should, that's what they, we should get, like browser history as like the backups. You know how like with BB's issues, we get the menu. We should just get like Marshall's oh, browser history. For oh you. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did they say how much time has passed between the first challenge and the second challenge? Because it's got to be like a good amount of time, right? Yeah, like a week or two yeah. or something. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I would say a couple weeks. I would say a yeah. couple weeks. They've kind of they have this whole base set up. They're kind of yeah. They they've, they've definitely have, have like this is this is a lot of muscle to gain over two weeks. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. That is true. But they, they got a lot of bodies. And, and they're, they're ready. Hey, man. Hey, man. CIA, so. hey, man. They put that zero zero one shit to use. They even put them in the body, baby. They put them in their pills and their food. Yeah. <laughs> Jacking them up existence style. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do like this page because it, it's, it's like you have half of the page dedicated to a complete joke. But it's also, like, funny, of course. And then you have the second half of the page dedicated to an extremely serious and emotional and powerful moment of, like, you see that doubt uh, swell up even more within Nathan because here he's expressing it through his written words, even though he ends up deleting it. He says, unless he kills us all. And that's that's like that little itch that you have that's always nagging, but it's not always there. It just comes up when it's most inconvenient. And that's been the itch the last few issues. And we really see it come back here again. But why is it more concerning now? Because as we mentioned earlier, Nathan's already entrusted the Radiant to his best friend and his, his partner in this whole situation. So to have him feeling this level of doubt while being very clear-headed about everything or like level-headed about everything else that's happening is really concerning. Uh, some may say even it's foreshadowing. What do you guys think? I don't know. It's a good way to show him expressing his doubt, right? And But like he's deleting it like he's backspacing, but it is obviously a thought in his head. It's well done. And we know, I mean, of course, I'm going to mention it because obviously full spoilers, like whenever Nathan goes to type, he when we see him write, he's going to die shortly after. That's why you never write if you're writing. That's <laughs> I think That's Kyle's trying to tell everybody something here. I think he's Stop trying to writing. tell you something. Here. Stop writing. Yeah. You're like, don't try to. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. No, uh, no, I really like that touch. And it's a really cool keyboard he has that has backspace and delete right under each other. That's interesting. No. Um, 
this this was cool, right? I I love seeing writer Nathan because if this is truly the end of Nathan in the story, which I don't think it is, like his last issue, because it's weird to kill a character and bring him back already. This is truly who he is. He's a writer. He wanted to be a writer, and he gave up power to pursue this life and also implement writing into his life, and that's just what he does. Like I, I like it. Of course, it's how he'd express it, and we all write stuff in it first draft, but he's re-editing the draft, and maybe he does actually believe in in uh, Marshall and he's just seeing the words written and you see it written and you think about it differently than if it's just going through your mind so it's almost like a, a little journal that he made out of his uh his documentary and that he's gonna like yeah. you know so yeah that's my thought radiant yeah. reflections yeah I, it's it, it's pretty crazy like just yeah this whole relationship and I'm the more and more I honestly started to think I started to think like because, like, why does Nathan have so much reason to doubt Marshall and stuff? And yeah. I'm I'm starting to think, does he know more than he's letting on? Like, does, was mm. he see was he shown kind of like a vision that Marshall is going to destroy the world and take over? But mm. why would he let him get the radiant in that point? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. I I, I kind of like I went all the way back to issue four. And I actually like there's a line like when he first gets the radiant, he said it, um, to die is to lose everything. What will you do? Will you do it? What is required? Will you take his life? Is he talking about Marshall? And he said no. Um, I'm wondering if maybe he said no to killing Marshall and that's why hmm. he ha kind of has to let this happen because he, he just couldn't go through with it um, <laughs> but yeah there the, yeah the, this issue brought up so so many theories for me it was it was crazy that might have been premier too that they're talking about is he yes. like premier yeah. yeah yes yeah, yeah. I well, do or, or maybe like end the way maybe he's thought about killing like the the old the, the old ways you know maybe right. it has a name or something I don't know yes and then, and then also also it was say. uh yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I want to see an issue of like Nathan in an, in existence by himself when he died, like what that whole time was actually like, and then maybe now if if like there's you have a theory of like maybe he goes into existence once he dies, like because he did sink in a way, right? So maybe there's some consciousness yeah. there. Like he's I died would like before. this. It's not the first time he's died. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and I think there's an easy way, to, like keep him dead. I think I think that would make the death mean something, at least in this timeline. There's another timeline you could do a bunch of stuff to make it not mm -hmm. seem real. I mean, we'll talk about it more once we get to it, but mm -hmm. I feel like he could linger in existence. I want to see an issue of, of that. Anyways, yeah. we're in the week. So we were warned that the dawn, uh, come the dawn, the second door would be revealed and the new challenge would be upon us. And they were not joking because immediately things get really creepy. Um, you know, it just gets misty, soldiers start disappearing, and we see our new guests who are on the cover. I do love this entrance, very metal. You can almost, like, hear the teleportation and the music starting. But, um, yeah, they take out the entire camp all while Marshall's asleep, um, you know, in his shirtless uh, Radiant cosplay. Nathan manages to uh, hear the commotion outside, and that's where we get this truly haunting page next where nathan just goes outside he immediately sees someone's uh, soldier's throat who slit he's in shock he tells the soldier to put pressure on the wound but then he turns around and sees that it's a bloodbath and behind him is a uh cloaked figure with a purple hues and dagger and he's about to or claws and he's about to stab nathan to death of course in the next panel we have a swift um and decisive action on marshall's part as he swoops in literally to knock uh, the the monk out of Nathan's way and a battle ensues. I do want to say a few things about the nature of this page before we get right into it. 
I love this like pizza slice paneling that we have here in the first like four panels because it's a really good way this like zigzag paneling to emphasize the the, the quick pace action that's happening. Also, it really, these are our, these are on TMNT. These are our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's not skip anything, right? They have all the weapons. <laughs> They've got Jenica's yeah. claws. They've got like yeah. the staff for for uh, Michelangelo. Like I love this. Uh, Where's that Leo with the staff? I'm dead now. I'm already. There is one with two swords, though. So you're. Yeah, there is one with two swords. Explode. Yeah. 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 These are cool. Like, I sorry to interrupt you, but I did. I cannot. When you mentioned the pizza slices and everything, like, I'm not hating this. I like it. And also, we know Kyle loves Nightwing, too, and he uses a staff like that, too. So that's a nice little. True. You know, these guys are awesome. I love these designs. And uh, no, uh, keep making your point. Nathan just spraying around there. He's just. Yeah. Nathan with the gun. I I thought he was shooting them. But yeah. he, I just realized he's, he's shooting, shooting the sky. Yeah, he's shooting the signal. Yeah. Shooting the signal. yeah. yeah so he's fun. just like Nathan's gone full Rambo, but like strategic Rambo. Um, no one was yeah, on watch he, here. Yeah, but like oh, man, they, they when you think about what what happens next, and we'll get back to this. Like yeah, like Nathan warns everybody he's clutch, but Marshall gets teleported out to elsewhere. And again, the composition of this page is glorious because you finally get the really cool like introduction, you know, with the whole like villains pose and everything. Gorgeous stuff. Love the characters. Love the tech. Love that they actually look different. Like, like yeah. I, when I saw this, I was reminded of like Knights of Ren, but like, you know, like the Knights of Ren never really paid off. So like the Knights of yeah. Radiant, in my opinion, are just like way more they interesting. Development. One of them has name yeah. as a name. That's more development than Knights yeah. of Ren already. Yeah. Yeah. Jal or whatever. I was yeah. thinking like Thanos is like Obsidian crew or whatever. He has a call Obsidian mm-hmm. and whatever. Like that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, they they are you know who everyone is like the brawler and the this and the that. Uh, nice touch. Yeah. Did anyone get like uh, did anyone get Naruto vibes from the uh, attack on the on the camp? Like with the with the mist with the big Zabuza sword oh, yeah. and then you're not wrong. The, the big yeah, massacre. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's like one of those good cliches. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I do want to say the Soul Ripper, which is what they place on Radiant Black. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen this. We've seen iterations of this before. We've seen like something similar in uh, Radiant Pink, right? When, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And then, and then it's, it is very effect, cool. The effect yeah. of like being permanently glitchy. It's like you're looking at something without so 3D cool. glasses in the best way yeah. possible. So cool. So cool. I thought that was one of the coolest things. I also want to point out to the subtle yet uh, artistic lettering of Becca Carey. As you can see, when uh, when the priests or the monks, sorry, speak, they actually have a glitchy effect in their in their in their bubbles as well. So that's yeah. really cool. I thought that added nice uh, diversification for the lettering. So very nice page. Yeah, like what do you guys think of this intro? It's just this shot right here, just awesome stuff. No, it's yeah. it's definitely great. I want to add to that. Zero zero one doesn't have that when he speaks, right? Like mm-hmm. he speaks quote unquote normal. Do you think that's because he split away from them or? Yeah, 100%. I, I don't, I don't 100%. know. Like it, it kind of seemed like he said he kept saying we. So I, it kind of seemed like he was still in the hive mind a little bit. I think he um, just met yeah. his people. I, still associated I'm starting to think now. So do, do you guys have any thoughts on what this means? He, there are several um, paths back to harmony. Mm. Harmony, um, I think, means like them being able to establish a clear connection with Catalyst yeah, uh, while I think the Ripper. That? Yeah. Now I'm yeah. also thinking back in um, back in 25 here, I, I just went back when Wendell says mm. he glitches out. He says, there is no new way. And then he says, destruction is inevitable. This was a mistake. The only path to survival is through incorporation. Um, mm-hmm. Now, incorporate. 
now incorporate yeah incorporation um yeah that, that was his robot but yeah th through incorporation that's kind of like like the definition is like multiple entities like within one right like that's kind of like the definition of what it is yeah. um now in the next page here in in 27 like he he says how will you seek harmony? Like, kind of, that makes me think he kind of already has. So I'm mm. wondering if him and Nathan are kind of going to pull something like what these guys are doing with all these consciousness or using one yeah. power kind of to spread it out to different people. You're saying like they've, them... they've kind of achieved what the Radiants are trying to do right now. I, I think they're going to share them at the end. Like both of them having Radiant, yeah. you're saying that's the harmony they might be talking about? Yes, or yeah. or one of them will share both. Interesting, yeah. like that. Obviously, yeah. probably not in this timeline. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. not not, right. not in this timeline. Definitely yeah. not in this timeline. Bash has a yeah. big theory that'll tie all this in together, <laughs> together right? Yeah. Like, but I, I'm just like, thinking more like because they're revealing the lore here, and he says our religion speaks of a soldier who once ran from the programming of existence, and that that obviously gives us a light bulb moment because we're all thinking like, oh, zero zero one, right? But let's let's keep reading here. It says each time he ran, he was lovingly repatriated. Premier forgave him, yet the soldier still ran. The seventh time, Premier sent the galactic host accretion. That's them. That's that's yeah. these guys. Yeah. And he was rendered into seven pieces. Like, if you know what accretion is in a black hole or, like, an accretion disc, it's, like, when they suck all that shit in, right? Like, all these oh, things. Okay. So, like, that that plays into, like, our hive mind thing. So, he says, so each could be an apology to existence. Um, he then, 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 then that's where right reading back says, cram it, nerd. I'm not joining your... And that's where the, the thing gets even more painful, the Soul Ripper. And then that's where they're telling him, attempting to remove the Soul Ripper is a waste of energy. You keep yourself distracted from the trial at hand. This was actually brilliant. For A, look at how gorgeous this like this uh, glitchy yeah. thing really comes off. They did a very good job of pulling it off. Like It's not easy to do something like that. And it's done so well here that really it truly feels extremely cinematic and fluid when you're reading it. But can you guys believe this distraction? <laughs> because this is like a very Marshall moment. I love you know it. I, mean? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Marshall, he runs yeah sorry there's, go ahead. there's elements of Marshall that's really weird because they mentioned his sense of humor early on I think it was this issue where they say like he's funny which is a weird thing to like highlight and he, he can communicate yeah. with people and this is part of that humor but he's kind of pig-headed right so he does like stupid ideas that might not work and and but they end up working like it's he's got this certain way about him whereas Nathan thinks it out he's more of a writer thing in the whole picture whereas Marshall does these kind of things and he has these ideas I just it's a, it's an interesting thing that the that I've just noticed well, for yeah. you know, to, to add to that too, just think about how the two issues played out, okay? Without going to spoilers about twenty-seven point five, think about how they play out and how they the whole theme of like catalyst and premier is order versus choice or order versus chaos. Yeah, yeah that's a big thing. And you can you could see order yeah. versus chaos played out Good in both point. issues. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's not just black and white like that. I think that the point even further to, to take your point and even add to it is that it is order versus chaos, but it's not black and white in terms of Marshall's chaos and Nathan's order. I think they're both order and chaos because in the first trial, one was order, the other was chaos. And in the second trial, they've switched positions. This trial is handled by this, right? Because right? right. in the first trial, Nathan fucked up badly. He was He was chaos. But in this second trial, like Marshall's the one who's chaotic. So it's like, it's really interesting to see that it is order and chaos, but it's not like either one of them is is like has all of it. It's like no, it's actually 
they're flawed, like both of them. Yeah. But I just want to say this hairpin dagger, or as you guys know, the Okin Okinawan Sei or, or Sai, Okinawan yeah. Sai. I feel like that's the right term. Yeah, Sai for sure. Th yeah. This one blows up. So I thought that was very Power Rangers, very cool. And as we see, obviously his little thing doesn't work. I do want to say, and this is why I said earlier, when you read this in sequence, we don't want to put the whole issue up here because you know, rights thing, and we, we want you guys to go buy this and read it. Obviously, if you're watching this, you probably did. Well worth the money. Well, exactly. Look at this page where this transition between panels is incredible because you see Nathan literally holding the thing right above the panels, yeah. but it seamlessly works. Man, this it's is so good. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, like it truly works so well. This is how it's like. This is proof that Eduardo Farigato has a keen eye for storytelling, yeah. and he does it so seamlessly. He's just made for this kind of storytelling. He's the perfect candidate to tell this kind of story, and I'm really happy to ha to have him back on these issues and. You know, have him work on the entire issues. It's in, it's just fantastic. But yeah, we see that not only is Marshall a super badass, but he literally sucked the Soul Ripper in and just exploded in with God mode. <laughs> just straight up, just like was like, yeah, yeah, I'm done playing games. Um, this is the you see the oh shit moment of the the uh, the accretion because they get into defensive positions, so it's almost like yeah. muscle memory. He says, or let's play a game, catching the train or breathing in space. So like Matt said, he's still making those jokes. It's probably a defense mechanism in this moment. I do love this panel uh, here because it shows us another example of this amazing transition, yeah. right? Like look at that from the cape straight to the cape right. flying away. Very invincible, right? Like that pose and yeah. everything. Like, yeah, oh, just amazing. Wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Speak, speaking of invincible, wait, 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 catch wait, wait, the train. Before you do, before you do okay, did you guys okay. notice, did you guys notice that here hmm. it's white? And when he goes God mode, it switches to the blue and oh, black. Yeah. That's such a nice, like that's such yeah. a, that's like a perfect like chef's kiss. Anyway, yeah, go on. When he says when he says let's play a game, catch the train, is that an invincible reference? <laughs> like when Omni Man. I think not, <laughs> that's that's, I I that's a dark yeah. joke, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, way, the way the cape is above him too, it looks like it's like radiant black vice or something like that. Like he looks like he has like a white button up shirt on. Like on yeah. Yeah. Knock on the yard. black. Mr. Black. Has anything ever been bad in Kate mode? Like Kate mode is always a good wow. time and always amazing to see. And this was like this second time seeing the page back there when he pops in the Kate mode. Like I got chills again. Like reading the issue, I was like, holy shit. Like you feel it. The art, the storytelling, it's all come together in this apex of incredible entertainment. Art, storytelling is just, it's amazing. It's worth the wait. Yeah. And we see here that this is probably another Chicago, like, important piece of architecture or statue or something like i at least like we're just guessing we're not yeah, yeah. sure i tried to look this up i wasn't couldn't find results but i'm sure if you're from chicago you'll recognize this but as we see it's finally hit marshall that his hangers on that they were referring to is nathan in this case and nathan is being um webbed up to this thing and he's he's clearly a sacrifice he's about to be slaughtered and that's where we see just marshall just lose it like he takes he literally just channels the bite of his Power in God mode lifts up these these bricks from the ground like these tiles and just destroys all the priests, just murders them or at least like damages them severely. You see blood come out, and uh, that's where Nathan is dazed and he's he's hurt and he says, "Marshall, you are right. You should do this. We are better together." And that's where he gets stabbed. That face of shock is like harrowing from Marvel, like or from sorry Marshall, sorry. It's like yeah. genuinely like you feel like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all yeah. this sweating, this issue, all this sweating, the past 27 issues going into existence, hauling these guys out all just for him to get like, killed like this. It's yeah. it's, it's painful. And in his mind, those tiles are just pizza, Uncle Pete's pizza, like pizza boxes that he's just <laughs> eating. Really this was really that big. Really this is like I'm taking the ground. 
I'm done. You kill my friend. That's it. No more jokes. Fuck you guys. Basically, We've straight up. Him, just yeah. To, yeah. We've seen him be brutal before, but not yeah, not not like this. Like this. And, uh, uh, yeah. Especially face. after this, definitely leads to the best fatality. Yeah, right. yeah, you've earned your spot yeah. in Mortal Kombat now. Uh, yes. Michelle, sure. oh, <laughs> yeah, we, we need to see this. Damn. Yeah, just just right. conjures up a little a little ball of uh With of one energy finger and put, puts just it to the guy's chest and just expands yeah. it right away. And yeah, I thought Liu uh, Kang did cool stuff with black holes, but like that's wow. amazing. The art, like the way you just show, like look at that, the viscosity, not the viscosity, but just like the the everything the invincible yeah. of it all. and even yeah, yeah even when he said like when he's saying so now now that he's in god mode the, the radiant text goes away from the swearing or what is that we, we just stopped that's what happens yeah, or maybe say, we like, stop that or maybe right yeah maybe god mode just cancels it out um but yeah, yeah I, like, I love the, the face kind of you, you can see the little face there and just it coming out of the bubble that's that's crazy Maybe we talked to Hollywood Bobby Kirks. I'm just gonna drop f bombs. You okay with that? Yeah, man. Do it. Do it. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. Like, no. The the the, the Nether Realm or whoever is the Mortal Kombat people. Uh, he just did the fatality. Like he like Kyle just gave you guys a fatality. Oh, yeah. no, it's Kyle funny. and Eduardo. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. You make you put him in Mortal Kombat. You've already got your final move. So I'm just saying. Fuck, that's so dope. Like it is amazing. And like we don't know if he's going full evil after this. Like if he's doing this, like oh, I found out I can just black hole people into nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Like that's the look we'll at, talk look about at it. the emotions here like look how yeah. this is pure it, it, it like, is good though like it. like after yeah. after he has it it's not like a symbiote thing where he's like oh yeah like he he doesn't stop caring about nathan like right after he's done he's back he, he like he all he cares about is how he's still marshall right he's still marshall yeah. that's still his best friend but this this was yeah he, even even though i i know we don't think he's dead but i I didn't expect to see well, this Dave. this early. I don't know about you guys. He yeah, got so stabbed. One of them dying this early. I didn't he got stabbed, it. right? They could be talking about he's gone. That's true. Gone That's or true. Someone's gone. Like he could be That's dead. True. He's looking dead. Uh, like Marshall's gonna feel really guilty. The guy about says this, right? he's gone, he dead. but yeah, yeah. So this maybe, could be Nathan's death. I feel like this would be a good death, but who knows? What do you guys think? What do you guys think, Bash Ali? Uh, well, we've got Garzilla, our fellow Radiant friend, joining us here in a second before we start Ooh. the next issue. But before we get into that, let's talk about what Marshall, or a really good question that Matt just brought up. I'm honestly not sure, but I think if he is dead, like if he is dead, I think he's going to be back because I have a theory about both timelines converging that we brought up before, that yeah. we brought up. And Owen so, um, so generously reposted in the, <laughs> in the Discord mm -hmm. today, but uh, his own version. But yeah, I think I think that we're gonna see the timelines collide because I have a whole theory about that. But do I think he's dead? I think yeah, most likely he's dead because if they just like play a if they do this whole thing, it's meant to be very emotional. There's build up in this issue. There's a crescendo. If he's not dead, I feel like that's all wasted. It's just like a setup. So I think he needs to die for for the story to progress. That's you know what it made this all better is if they wrote if like we had Nathan writing a letter to his to his grandfather and we didn't see any action scenes and we just like you should you should you, you should know that not Charlie hasn't read twenty eight or twenty nine. I think I've already spelled it to him like a couple of times. No, I, I think yeah. I already no. You're good. reading five power, uh, you know where we're at. Yeah. But anyway, anyways, this yeah. is great. Yeah. I think that's an interesting theory. We're definitely seeing Wendell again. That's how I think yeah. we connect the timelines with Wendell. Well, I have I have more to my theory, yeah. but it's gonna it's gonna come up as we talk about as we twenty seven point five okay. with Garzilla here because it's gonna get it, it, we need parts of that issue, pieces of that to understand because it is the point five right that comes before okay. twenty eight. Okay. But without um, further ado, before before you before you move on real quick, do you guys think they're dead? The other uh, accretion people. 
I, never, I don't know. I, I just like, that's through, the one saw no poor, like, yeah, some of them for sure know. look dead. Like he crushed them, no, but like yeah, it's no, it's hard I to tell if they're so. like healing, right? Because like zero zero one got fucked up pretty bad in the first fight with the radiance, and then he just like whoop got out like A black hole you know person's dead. Plus, plus, if if radiant red can absorb the blood and shit to heal herself, I don't see why these guys don't have like variations of something like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's. I'm just saying, like, like they're all pretty crafty. They're from the future, and presumably they already know this is all written. So, yeah, yeah. If the five Vindicate guys can survive and come back, I think that these guys can survive quite a bit too. That's we'll um. Before we get into the next one, I, I I did have a quick question from from Owen um on Twitter. Do you guys think we're gonna get them back, or like what, what we haven't seen them yet? Did you expect to see the five Vindicate by now, or? What, when do you think they're going to come back and what role do you think they're going to play? I have no idea, personally. I, I think no it's so hard to predict who's going to be used in this story because it seems like everyone's a possibility. But, like, at the same time, it, if you want to go with what works for the story... Like, I mean, they're training all these people and we see that in this issue that like certain people are on standby, right? Even given their criminal records and everything. So I feel like yeah. it's 100% possible. I don't know how probable it is, but I think it's possible. I think it happens in the Marshall timeline because we saw that he gave Joao mercy yeah, right fair. at the end. So I think that's something how they could come back and work with him. Like, look, I know your buddy's dead. Like, we just want to help. I, like, yeah. we were dicking around. This is this is serious. I Maybe to like go back and look for him. And and I do think, and I think a part of me thinks Nathan dying was this test that they were talking about. Like that that was the test. It, it wasn't saving Nathan. It was. Nathan dying now, what does he do with that? I think that mm. could be more of Fair. a test as well. Sweet. Okay, so yeah, that's it for this episode in terms of the Radiant Marshall podcast. We'll see you soon on the Radiant Nathan podcast for the Nathan timeline. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, stay radiant. You'll see our comparison in the next segment. Peace. Welcome to the Radiant Nathan Podcast. You've been caught in the Burnett. We discuss plenty of leather-bound books over the finest brandy. Joined, as always, by Bash, Ali, and Charlie, and our special guest, Garzilla. How's it going, gang? We'll start with Bash. What's going on? It must be, like, a good time to be a Zilla right now. There's just a lot of Godzilla <laughs> stuff going on. Like, it, it just must be a good time to be a Zilla right now. Shit. I'm doing good, because it's always it's always a, a great time when you're joined by a guest. And, of course, today we have Garzilla. He's been here from the beginning, reading Rainy Black, being part of the community, um, listening to the podcast. We've had him on before. Uh, mm -hmm. Today, it's even better because we have him on the whole time. We have tons. It's, it's going to be a, a mega, whatever bullshit they use to just like adjectives to describe like all those comics, giant size, mega size, triple <laughs> length issue. That's what it's going to be show today. And we got all your Nathan needs, baby. So can't wait. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing well too. Um, all, always awesome. Glad to have a friend of the show on and uh, get get some different perspectives once in a while. It's, all, it's always mm -hmm. awesome to hear. And um, yeah, this one, craziness, um, craziness last issue too. Um, j just uh, talked Reading Black 27. So yeah, I can't, can't wait to talk about uh, just the comparisons in this stuff. I, I think it's uh, issues are starting to branch out more and more and uh, just can't, can't mm -hmm. wait to get into it. Yeah, no, I'm doing great. Super excited about this issue. These couple of issues are some of the best we've read in a while. Definitely worth the wait. Good to have Garzilla on. Excited to get into it. How you doing, man? And I'm Gar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, 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 how are you doing? For, for, first off, how was um how what were your thoughts on the end of last issue? First off, Nathan's Nathan's death. We just talked about that. Uh. 
I feel like he just can't catch a break. <laughs> True. Fair enough. I, fair enough. I'm now I'm now curious to know about the third timeline in the sense of all right, Nathan died before, Marshall didn't get to bring him back, and then Marshall got killed by all the villains. So now I'm curious to know how did that timeline ended up? Because we know Wendell probably okay, knows. Okay, okay. That's yeah, cool. Sure and you did vote for Nathan in the poll too, as well. So yeah, that gives yeah, you, love you know, some I'm at interest. zero point zero 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 one percent. I think it's closer than you think. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Yeah, I think it's close. I, at least that's what they keep telling us. So I want to say it's like, like probably like sixty forty. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah. I, I want to say it's even closer, like 55, 45. Like, that's what I personally think. Like, 55, 45, 54, 46, like that. Or is this yeah. like a sports game? All right, flip a coin. Whoever gets it, right? <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, you never know. We mentioned it. Because, like, I, I think it's interesting thinking of how Kyle actually wanted to go about these stories. Like, he's writing now, I get Like, potentially, it seems like to me that Marshall might be the guy. Although there's arguments to be made. Like, I, I don't know. It's really interesting to think how this could have gone depending on the poll results. Yeah, watch it. Watch it end up being at like the very end of the Catalyst War, where they find like the ex Machina thing that will help them win this whole thing. And it's like, like, what's the percentage at? Eh, it's you know, like, and it's like whatever the higher number was was whoever won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm super curious to see how how it turns out for sure. And I'm curious to see if it, if like, I, I don't know if you'll even tell us like what that other story would have been if not like if it like if kind of if the poll went a different way so yeah mm. I'm, I'm super curious with that too interesting sweet without further ado then let's get into the issue i've got here wait what's it big oh there it is my bad i've got here the image and this is the cover of the 27.5 half also known as catalyst War part five as mentioned earlier in the radiant Marshall podcast that uh, the only difference between this issue and that one is that the artist is uh, Tobias Deneluz and the uh, colorist is Rod, or sorry, is this the 27? This is the 27 cover. I am stupid. So it's sorry about the that. easiest covers yeah. to mix up. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, so the, let me correct that. The only difference is that the colorist is Rod Fernandez and the other uh, the artist is Tobias Del News. Otherwise, we have the exact same creative team of duo writers, Kyle Higgins and Joe Clark, editor Michael Basudel, uh, letter Becca Carey. And yeah, I think that's pretty much everyone. So this is the first page of the issue. Last issue, we saw that the beginning uh, starts with the interpretation of war. We see like basically the question posed is, are we in the middle of a war, you know, between the lines? And Nathan's literally, literally in both, it starts with like war is like it shows Nathan yeah. typing war is. And then also it shows, yeah, it shows Marshall typing that as well. So, yeah, that's that's cool. Both using but it's, it's, it's interesting to see that like Marshall doesn't think it's a war, right? He's 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 out here uh, paddle boating and rage tweeting. That I mean that, that 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 that's a very lethal combination. But when it comes to Marvel, uh, Marshall, you know, <laughs> my man is a multitasker. 
That's how most wars are won is on Twitter, I heard. So he, he's vital to the, <laughs> the whole operation, which is good. And I like this is the Bruce Campbell debut, technically, even though it's like a parody yeah. account. And oh, yeah. we buried the lead. Massive return in this issue. Possum Wanter. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> makes makes a heroic return. Comes back here and saves the day. Just the voice exactly. of reason. Just just yeah. always responsible. Yeah, I lo- exactly. lo- love to see Possum Wanter back. That's great. Yeah. Fan favorite Possum Wanter. Yeah. yeah, so... Good juxtaposition. We see he's on Twitter and Marshall, like as mentioned by Bash earlier off air or maybe uh, in the recording is like Marshall had the serious training and Nathan is just shooting like targets and like, you know, dummies (laughs) and stuff like that. So it's like a big kind of difference. Yeah, definitely throwing it back to that first, like when they first started training with with all the owl dolls and stuff like that. So, yeah, Mm. bring it back to basics there. Yeah, I did make a joke off uh, well off camera that. You know, if Nathan existed during the Silver Age, he'd definitely be the kind of character that says "Great Scott," and that's because, like, <laughs> when you look here, he says, "Yes, holy cow, Marshall!" <laughs> it's just like you go from one person who's like, "You soulless motherfuckers," to this guy who's like, "Holy cow, Marshall!" It's a, it's a really fun. You know, yeah, exactly. I, I do love that. Like Kyle really, really does a very good job of showing you each character in the most like absurd situations and the most like dangerous situations, just really being themselves. Uh, so you really get a, like you really get amazing characterization of every single issue of Radiant Black from all the characters. But really, since this Catalyst War focuses a lot on these two, it's been really interesting to see how each handles their own. Yeah, the paddle boat's hilarious. Just thinking of him on the paddle boat and like how he got out there and that would go in circles. And, His paddle's yeah. kind of sexual. Man. It, it, like when you look at. <laughs> Like, like he is eyeballing that wiener, man. Like I'm just uh, saying, he did not look at the what was the other? Yeah, the, the, it was the a jibberino. 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 Hey, G- Garzilla, have you ever like either heard or had a jibberito? No, I have not. Okay, and, yes. I am okay, curious. We're, we're all with you too. Um, okay. Zero zero one seemed to love him last issue, but yeah, I, we we have no idea either. So yeah. if, any, see... if anyone knows what that is or has pictures, just put it put it in the comments. Or message. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think he digs the hot dog though. I, I think he's more of a yeah. hot dog guy though. Big, big Definitely. Time, big time. Uh, I think he finds it saucy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the eyes, the way those it's eyes spiritual, penetrate. Spiritual. Yeah. There, what know, is the meaning of this? Uh, yeah, but I, I do want to say there's a big lore moment here. On the mm-hmm. last part of the uh, episode, in the 27th part, we compared it to the Viltrum issue, Invincible, uh, Invincible number 11, where we get the real origin of Omni Man, not the the sanitized bullshit version he gives Mark in the very early issues. So here he says, and I quote: "Service to something bigger than themselves. Once appointed to the order of accretion, each 100 becomes a candidate for the greatest imaginable honor, a vessel to the colossals." They operate in the second trial, challenging a world by way of indoctrination. It's unclear what their uh, comparable challenge will be for you. So obviously the challenges now we get more information are attuned to each individual, right? It's it's, it's not just the wielder, but it's the actual individual. Like there's some brain scanning and experience scanning bullshit that's happening. But um, very cool piece of lore here. But uh, that's where we get a very crucial question from, from Nathan saying, be honest with me. What's the value of a scaled down test? Do I even have a chance? And he says, well, Premier already agreed. So there's no point in speculating. And that's that's where Nathan actually makes a very good and important point that I think is a little bit overlooked where he says there's actually more going on here. And that's what I think, too. I think there is more going on here. And we'll get to that more throughout the issue. But I just want to say, look at Marshall just being a bud and extending that hand for Nathan, man. Look at that. Look at the like, look at how not toxic and. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter what they throw at you because you are radiant black and we've got your back. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. <laughs> He's quoting Independence Day, apparently. So, uh, yeah, what'd you guys think of this? I love yeah. it. This was this is so Marshall. This is the perfect speech for him to make right there. Like it's and it is like I love how we're in that world where we've seen so much stuff. We're just blasted by media and entertainment that yeah, it is kind of Independence Day. You know, similar kind of vibes, and they're trying to be independent from this empire, which is why the the movie meaning works so well. But yeah, I, I love this. Yeah, I know for for me, this was definitely the first page, and I believe this was Bass. You said either this page or last page for you um, was the page I kind of noticed the art change a little bit. Um, that, that that was the first, but like I the, the art in this, I, I just want to say was absolutely incredible. Like literally for the mm-hmm. first couple pages, zero clue. Like it was a, it mm-hmm. was an artist change and until I kind of saw Marshall there. I'm like, okay, there's something up, maybe a little bit, but no, it's it still looks fantastic all the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, great, great moment for sure. It's it's interesting seeing kind of the difference. Like Marshall, um, when Marshall was talking to zero zero one last issue, like Nathan wasn't included in that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so now they kind of like Marshall seems to be more involved with everything here. So it's, it's weird to me, right? Cause I would, you before catalyst War, you would think Marshall would be the one that's working yes. with a team of friends rather yes. than Nathan. Right. But it turns out the opposite. Nathan's working with his friends. Marshall's working. Like I would have never thought Marshall would be working with the government, but mm. it's, it's interesting to see how that turns out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. he's working with other people, too, in this timeline, as we see later on, he's yeah, working yeah. with the crew. So, yeah. yeah, it is interesting to see how different even the people that aren't picked in each timeline. I, that's another element I love and how strong the dynamic is of Nathan and Marshall that each timeline slightly different change, different changes, but uh, really sheds a lot of light on the characters. Yeah. And, you know, bonus points to uh, Kyle for including Justin Trudeau in this issue, no matter how small the cameo is. It's nice to see that the Canadians are offering full military support. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh to, so then uh, I definitely know it's fi- it's science fiction. That's true. You know it's fiction because no one talks shit about him. Anyways, uh, I, I love this was really well the group chat i knew that they were talking to eva immediately when i saw the uh news article in spanish that was a nice little touch and mm-hmm. it helps with the immersion you always see these like fake like in dc or marvel you'll see like oh i'm on facebook app or like whatever like close enough social media this looks like an iphone text right like and it's mm-hmm. the yeah. team does an amazing job doing that or twitter or showing interface in this and it comes off so seamless it, it was well done yeah i i do like that uh we see that even though Nathan is really taking the whole like Peter Parker syndrome to heart and thinking, this is my burden. I have to do this all on my own, carry it on my yeah. shoulders. You see that Nathan, uh, Marshall's actually got his back, like, which really, I think it really shows an interesting side of Marshall. Like we've mm. always seen that Marshall's always got Nathan's back, but to be even more than that and be mature and be the one who's, you know, maintaining contact with the others, ensuring some sort of strategic, uh, like, you know, maneuvering and all that stuff. Like, I think that shows a lot of growth on Marshall's part. Like he's, I think it shows that, especially in this timeline and this issue that he's taking the threat very seriously. Like he's really, he's worried about Nathan and he's worried about this whole situation. Really, really cool. And I um, think, I, I think in a way, like he understands where Nathan's at right now because he's been there so many times too, right? right. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. he kind of has that perspective. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, Nathan did mention when, like, you know, when the branching timeline split, he wants to finish something in his life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So you know, with Marshall being his only friend, yeah, I'm. I got your. I got my best friend's back. 
Mm. I'm not going to say no if you do want to help, but to Nathan, it's on him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's such a Riverdale sure. like Dawson's Creek location too. Like I know I mentioned like <laughs> a lot of my casting choices were from that, and I feel really uh, you know I feel like you know, I feel supporting that decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I do like this page because it does remind yeah, me this, a lot of that, like yeah. so invincible that that first very, panel there yeah in the water v- very I, I the whole thing right like very invincible the, very the, like homagey yeah. or not homage sorry very um very uh, what's the word uh, montagey. Like very montagey, right? Like very, like oh, look at him—he's going from here to here to here. Love the poses, love the slides. Yeah, I love like done. Yeah, the movement between panels. Like I like it when they do. They do a lot on these issues where, like the limbs break between each panel barrier, so you'll see like half the limb of the other panel. Like I, I feel like it's a really cool way to show the flow and transition between each each panel. So yeah, um, gorgeous colors, of course, by Rod Fernandez. We did mention that one of the differences between this issue and last is that Raul Angelo colored 27 and then Rod Fernandez that 27.5. Both are gorgeously colored and uh, to the point where you wouldn't think there was a different color. So they were very much in sync. Very good to see. Um, yeah. Did you guys feel like they went a little bit more McFarlane with the radiant eyes in the last like two or three issues <laughs> to use them yeah. to be really like emotionally I, expressive? Yeah. 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 I I, th- I think that could have been a little touched by by the artist himself. Like I think he just drew drew it a little differently than Marcelo does. Um, but but yeah, yeah, you could be right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they definitely are bigger. I, I love it. I love it. Love it. Yeah. What is with his arm pose there? This one? He's got his one arm there, and then his other yeah. arm's like all he's the way. The like he's trying to like. He's break. doing the yeah, like like break momentum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah he's... You you didn't see what Billy Blood Moon said in this issue? He's like, you gotta you gotta steer with your. <laughs> just oh, like, <laughs> you gotta steer with your wing. <laughs> I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Amazing. So this, hey, there's some mechanics to this superheroing shit. Thank you very much. Okay, you yeah. try wielding a gravitational uh, black hole. Uh, you know, any shock too know. like he's not stopping over like holy shit like he's surprised so it's it makes mm-hmm. sense that he looks a little like caught off guard right but yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of funny I'll, every time i reread this now i'll be thinking of the arm position i i, I think yeah. it's just like how wide his like how yeah. wide his chest was and how scrawny his arms look yeah. is what yeah, froze it fair. off <laughs> that's fair yeah he, he, so you're saying he's carrying too much cake maybe that's part of his like win jj back plan you know he's trying it's to out cake braden you know i don't know if I, if I were nathan jj's gone just i'm gonna save earth he's yeah. gonna find somebody better <laughs> I'm gonna what write a script about this guy so, who yeah. finds a superpower. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna call it Radiant. <laughs> totally if we see Braden at the her. funeral next week. If we see Braden and like JJ at Nathan's funeral, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna be like, get them out, get them out. <laughs> Marshall, Marshall, nah, bit, Marshall's gonna fight him for yeah. sure. <laughs> so uh, I think one thing you could tell on this page is Damn. that I think one thing Marshall has on top of Nathan is that uh, he's definitely putting more uh, gym days into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, but like this page is shocking, right? Like this is a pure yeah. like this took we, me. We, this we don't me get PTSD. too many of these. We don't get too no. many of these one page spreads, right? Like we, no. we don't. We really this gave don't. me invincible PTSD. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like I, this took me back to like three or four different moments. Like reading Thraxa, that's, that's what I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. not, yeah. not going to yeah. spoil them, but yeah, that's one of them. And another one yeah. is like the, the conquest storyline. Do you remember a yeah. like certain ending? Yeah. yeah, like, so, yeah. yeah. So, this so, is no Nathan there, right? This is what happens when Nathan's not there to alert. When Marshall's on his boat tweeting, this is this is the, the cost, basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Because they're not working with the government, so they're not there. Yeah, because those are like, um, this is the Nathan issue, right? So like, those are his boys, dude. I know. Sorry, those are not his boys. So I guess he's not. Yeah, those are Marshall's boys. Sounds personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this isn't as personal. You're right. And um, but like, man, like that's gonna when you consider. I I guess let me ask you guys this question because I know we have a, a lot of Nathan fans here. Um, since Nathan's been weighing so heavily on himself in terms of the, the bout of responsibility, you know, how, how intense this all is, like having to deal with this all on its own, how do you think this affects like that development? Um, I think it makes him more corruptible, perhaps. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think he's definitely going down a path kind of he's just he's just so narrow-minded right now like he's and he's just going so straight down one path he's not really he's stopping to think sometimes but he's just so settled on this has to be him this has to be Mm. him that um i yeah i I, i'm not too sure but i don't think it'll turn out well for him and he's 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 almost like going cynical right like like you said he's thinking so narrow so narrowly so selfishly even though he's thinking a lot and like he's taking his time with his decisions it's very uh, self-centered. Like I don't think he, yeah. I think his reaction in the in the other issue was more emotional and bigger than here, right? Yeah. Like there he was actually yeah. shook. Here it's just like, oh, okay, it's just a bunch of dead people. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I, I wonder if these guys put up a fight at all. Like they, they seem pretty powerful before they were giving Marshall a Marshall a challenge, but yeah, there's uh, they they got wiped out pretty good. So yeah, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. And it makes you all gone. It, it makes you wonder though, is that by design? Like considering that they already knew how these things would like play and they knew each user and their strategies, do you think that they by design approached Nathan differently because they mm. knew that this is a different subject? Like that that's what I was yeah. thinking. Because it's too convenient yeah, otherwise, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, like like like, yeah. like the yeah. trash can, you know, this guy launches a trash can at them, but that's when he realizes like his powers aren't working, right? Because he got clipped with the soul ripper. Yeah, but he—he's so much. I guess I'll give him this compared to Marshall. He's much more calm in this situation. At least he—if he, he, he's faking it. I mean, I don't know. He, he seems like he's much more in, in control of mental faculty, whereas Marshall was very impulsive when he got stuck with the Soul Ripper. Yeah, this other timeline's cool because like we've seen a lot of like time loop movies. This one's wild because like wow, these guys, this guy killed Marshall. Like the guy with the Buster Sword killed Nathan last issue. I mean, right? So it's wild to see this encounter <laughs> again. And like he's like cocky, but like you know these guys mean business when they succeeded and what they wanted to do last time. So it adds an extra layer to this scene. Mm. Also, I'm not like not to derail, but like uh, in 27 when they showed them off in like the nice little like panel there, that mm. just screams, "Make toys." Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll take all yeah. of them. We'll take. Yeah. Them. Yes. I'm, sure. I'm waiting for I that meeting that. with the Todd Father, Kyle. Oh, like, yeah. come on, let's let's make it. Hell yeah. I don't have I figures, but I will if, if they're available. <laughs> yeah, Hasbro just did a deal with McFarland Toys. So, like, all the Power Rangers, you're going to see, like, Todd Power Rangers figures and shit soon. So, yeah. people are going to be hyped for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people oh, will look, be hyped for that. Some, some people are starting yeah. some another people. Power Rangers toy line. <laughs> and Transformers. I mean, it's Hasbro, so everything you could think of, right? That's right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, again, this does remind us of the Radiant uh, Pink thing that was on yeah. uh, oh, i forget her name it's but, the yeah. back hugger yeah. is what i call oh yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah nathan while being more crafty in a lot of ways because he's a writer he's clever he is getting his ass handed to him um in well, his he is combat. 
yeah so exactly so we see we see that it's not working out so much and no matter where he goes um like with marshall they're just following him they're teleporting him around oh sorry these are the same images yeah here he gets his ass whooped loved this glitchy punch to the face and again it's hubris that, that they, they refer to that a lot because these guys are monks they're zealous um yeah. they're overzealous you could say so they refer to both marshall and well they accuse marshall and nathan of being uh you know having too much hubris because they think they know better than these people who are you know faithful and these guys not being faithful you know they think that they're almost like who are you you know to, to, to decide and i think there are some important lines that we're going to see here but we you guys didn't remember that they said indoctrination and there's a lot of words along those themes here he calls them uneducated there he says we're here to fix a broken mind uh and he says you know a task which is easier with with broken bones or a broken body but then we get this page which i think is one of the most badass pages Amazing. in the entire masterverse yeah, yeah. How, how how do you this is like a cheer moment right like this is like yeah, yeah. people are celebrating too like that, that that was that was the chef's the chef's kiss like they're all talking yeah, yeah you, you hear the ding like you, you get the ding the there, eyes the spreading the, of this yeah. door just, and then you see the eyes and then yeah, yeah. that's my favorite part it. just the eyes through the elevator yeah. door i love that's like um yeah and i didn't think would happen this issue Oh, everything good? No, oh no, it was a, yeah, yeah. One, I wasn't expecting it. This issue, I thought it was mm. gonna be like a okay. We're probably gonna see Satomi actually yeah. training next issue or something, but yeah. no, just straight up pulls an Iron Man from Civil War, just pulls open the elevator. All right, yeah. I'm here yeah. to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yeah, yeah I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> and I could have absorbed it anyways and kick your ass more. Like it's fucking the same. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, I thought it'd be a couple issues. They, I think the easiest call in the Catalyst War period was that Satomi would show up in some form, and she didn't disappoint. Maybe this is government tech, right? They gave her some special metal. I don't think it's the Mercury, but I assume she absorbed something that's like most effective because she's been training. And well, she, boy, probably, like, she, she, okay. she probably told them it's like, like, because she's dealt with like what she's absorbed before. It's like, just give me a bunch of this. I'll go in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can we get a spinoff of Satomi just like training for war with like a cigar and like a helmet just like on the cover? Like, let's go. Yeah. I you think we'll get that. another appearance of that of that Mercury ass suit? This I hope uh, so. I hope so. I mean, I I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but I this week I saw I read two of the most metal like moments in comic books in my life. And one is if you read Transformers number three, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but something yes. extremely metal like happens oh. in that issue, like to the point where you're just like, Oh my god, like it's like a pure Daniel Warren Johnson, like you know, okay. like, he, yeah. he loves wrestling. So when you when you read that book, it feels like you're watching wrestling. You know what I mean? He's like sold, there's a lot of on it. Optimus Prime yeah. when we did a suplex in the first issue. Oh yeah, that's I, true, I mean, yeah. Dude, like the third issue literally has oh, one of the best I, like it's predictable but when it happens it's it's so satisfying that you just you don't even remember anything other than that moment and that issue but i Can will I say what the pot is cooking let's go but yeah, yeah i was just gonna say so, thank you for telling me that number three is out <laughs> oh yeah you, you're gonna want to read that asap i'll tell you one of the most yes. metal moments in the in, in, in just my life yeah, for skybound right there yeah there you go no, it sounds awesome but, but yeah and, and this was the other i assume this is the other yes look at this ass kicking man like yeah all kinds of ass whooping just total annihilation proportionate hands <laughs> yeah she lost her job but she's taking him to school yeah. like let's fucking go <laughs> well yeah. we're, we're trying to ignore that so i don't get this yeah. right <laughs> um but massive shoulders she's she freaking vi. Like, looks yeah. like murph like murder yeah Falcon. i see i see vi <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like vi and bit of yeah, murph. Vi yeah. Well. yeah 
Yeah, so she's just kicking ass, taking names. We uh, and it's a throwback because what other situation have we seen a radiant red and a radiant black with a half cracked helmet before? <laughs> Bar collapse, anybody? But uh, <laughs> but but that's where she gives him the line, the reassuring line of, "Look, Ava dropped me on the roof. I'm not collapsing another building on you." <laughs> yeah. Cheeky. It was nice to okay. and she doesn't say anything else, right? But wait, wait, uh, she said, "Tommy gradually yeah. went down to the roof, went down the stairs." Find the elevator and then went back up. <laughs> Gotta have that ex- entrance. Could have right? just smashed her way through through the uh, through the ceiling, but then again, <laughs> just lands, yeah. accidentally kills Nathan. No, oh, and the crunch on the head is so bad as you just crunch and you know she's like squashing like a skull beneath her boot. Like God damn, it's oh, man. Yeah, no, the, I, I I kind of I, I don't know about you guys, but it kind of gives me a little uh, Darko. It kind of looks like Darko Satomi a little bit, like the, the hmm. boots and stuff. 100%. Not, not so yeah. much the face, but yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if that was intentional. Um, but yeah, I, I, lo- I love that. For sure. yeah, it's kind of they cool. definitely took inspiration. I definitely see oh, the yeah. hands and the, yeah. the, the, the boots, like you said. But, but she's not like hiding that she's a woman anymore. Just like fully, no, yeah. yeah, here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The spiky shoulders are so pimp, too. I want to say you're just like, yeah. so cool. Yeah. Honestly, like, I want to see her team up with Dead Lucky and then just absorb one of her boss temper, <laughs> straight oh, up, like just become the boss. You know what I mean? Like that was. I don't insane. know. Like, yeah, like I'm telling you, form the head. Yes, yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, she rescues... could be Ghostbuster Satomi. <laughs> that's what she could be with Ghost. Let's go. With the there you Hulk, go, Hulkbuster. Let's go. No, but that's sweet. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So she saves the day, at least Nathan's day, um, and they manage to make a temporary escape, but that's when they get caught up by Christian again. And that's where they say, you know, the more I learned about this catalyst thing, less it seems like a challenge and more sounds like a hostage situation. And that's where they say catalyst is liberation. We delivered countless worlds from the suffering of isolation. That's like super Viltrum. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it sounded like the most Viltrumite thing I've ever heard. That's where it makes me think like, okay, I think we're starting to understand what catalyst kind of is. And that's where I'll tell you yeah. my theory in a few minutes. But yeah, here we get the conversation between them. Nathan's actually very clever. Maybe it's because he's a writer, but he asks some very important questions. And these questions give us, the readers, important answers. So he says, how many have willingly signed up? And that's where, you know, Rainy Road's like, we should leave. And he says, a challenge means a real chance of winning or losing. You're just a bunch of overbearing sheep relying on archaic rules and temper tantrums to play a game that you can never lose. That's not a game, and it sure as hell isn't a war. And then that's where one of them says, from your, from your fighting, you are no, in no position to speak of a war. Um, and he, that's why he tells them, like, I'm a writer, and existence is truly for everyone. That should be enough. And he says, your world is not unique. Without surrendering to existence, societies like yours subjugate, you oppress. That's interesting, because I think that's like reading between the lines. That gives us insights into maybe other beings who've perverted this power as well, perhaps. Yeah, and it shows like they want like a, basically a dictatorship or just listen to one leader, don't question anything. You want to be literally be a number. Like that's what they call their elite force of like the 100 mm-hmm. and everyone has a number. And we only hear their name when they're stepping out of line or hearing about core, right? Otherwise, he's 001 and so calls himself 001, right? I assume. Mm-hmm. I think that's so. How we so yeah, it. is that the? I, I I don't know if he's self like. Does he just call himself that or is he still 001? Like I, I assume the rankings can change. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm maybe, interested. Yeah, he though, got like, he yeah. got maybe demoted. It's, maybe it's an honor thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like I'm going to keep calling myself zero zero one because the last time someone knew my real name, they got hurt. 
That's true. Yeah. But like with the other mm-hmm. with the other people still so like, oh, I'm hunting zero zero one or I guess they call them core, right? Like they, they don't call them zero zero one. Well, it's it's I, interesting because they're it seems like they're one of the only people that do have free will within Catalyst, right? And, and that's yes. what yeah. that's what Nathan says. You guys yeah. aren't on puppets here. No He's one's pulling our strings. This guy's core yeah. beliefs. Mm-hmm. I think he keeps the numbers like a point of pride. Like, yeah, I want to be the lowest rank of these guys because their their ops are ridiculous and the way they do things, I'm I don't stand for it. But like, I'm mm-hmm. glad being the bottom to these guys because what's at the top is pretty wrong and it's subjugated a lot of uh, planets. Wait, wait, wait. So is it like zero zero one's the lowest rank or is yeah. it yes. the highest rank? Yeah, yeah. it's the lowest. The, lowest the higher yeah. you go is like so, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. I I was totally thinking yeah. the other way. I thought yeah. he was I like assume that was my read. Like my my yeah. headcanon is that he used to be number one hundred, and then after one. he, yeah. Well, uh, well, no, it makes sense. Perfect score hundred, and then uh, as you go down in numbers, right, the right. worse it gets. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Or it could be rank. Yeah. Because well, yeah. they say he is less than dead. He is. No, but he says yeah, and then the, he says Core was still our leader, so he was presumably one of the highest ranks. And then they said, yeah. and no one believed in Catalyst more. Stop. So. That's that interesting. That's where it gets like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes me think of the Futurama episode with the bureaucracy where Hermes has the number and they like drop his number yeah. down when they demote him. Like that's what I think of. <laughs> yeah. So um, he Nathan channel, channels Cape Mode, but not God. I mean, well, not God Mode before he runs to Marshall. So Nathan cha- channels Cape Mode, then he channels God Mode for the first time, I believe. And that's it's interesting because we've we've speculated on the past how emotion is tied to these like. Like you know, the the more emotional, the higher your power spike. I think here he's really genuinely the most fearful he's ever been for Marshall, and so like the animal instinct that like, kicks in as he leaves, and that's probably why he's able to finally like yeah, cha- yeah. channel God mode. Yeah, I I kind of took this as uh, like to me this almost seems like a more of a a frightening, whereas. Marshall taps into it through anger sometimes, mm-hmm. I feel like, too. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I guess you can tap into it through different emotions or just, like, you have to feel one emotion so strongly or just desperation, yeah. just pure will. Like, I, yeah, I'm not too that, sure. Yeah. Um, as far as turning Super Saiyan goes, like, that's how it happened in Dragon Ball Z for the first time was a friend, someone was killed, right? right? So I think that life and death are seriously those issues. Like, no, if I don't act now, like, you need God mode now, you know, to stop whatever's threatening your best friend. Because that's the biggest yeah. loss for either of those guys, other than like family. Yeah, yeah, I do like look this little panel. It's small, but holy shit, is it gorgeous? Yeah, and I, and again, we do get the change in lettering. We like it goes from from he's yeah. speaking normally uh, like white here to in dark mode. It switches to black and blue. That's so subtle, but so nice. So GG yeah. Becca Care. Maybe it's like like the way that the word bubble is. It sort of looks like it's supposed to be like an internal font. But mm-hmm. it's like it's he's not shouting Marshall, but his mind's like screaming it out of like Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it cool. was similar. To it's like it's like when the mom in Home Alone realizes Kevin's gone. She's like, Kevin. <laughs> 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 we left Kevin at home. He's twenty three. <laughs> Comes home to all these bath bombs, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, just an awesome page. And then we get this moment where he rescues him from purple goo. Um, it's funny because last issue we had like the sphincter door and now we have purple goo. So there's yeah. like some biological component to all this guy. Oh, shit, apparently. Or something that looks like proto-biological. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he says, Marshall, don't leave me. 
And Marshall's coughing, and then he says, "What's all the HR Geiger shit?" And he says, "You son of a bitch, you're okay." Here, Nathan just looks like Jack Nathan here <laughs> to save the day. <laughs> just like, look at him, yeah. look at those, yeah. look at oh, the yeah. shoulder straps. Look at those straps. Like wild. Straps are wild. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he's going to need a new costume soon. Holy, he, crap. he just got out of God mode, so maybe it is like a super. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Satomi gave him some juicing. Yeah, like, yeah. Here you go you know <laughs> some Jesus. juicing yeah yeah um so he says yeah just seriously grossed out thanks for the save and he says are you kidding come on dude we both know you would have done the same for me oh i do oh man. that line was like a knife in the heart just reading oh, the last line okay let's talk about some shit let's talk about some shit so here's one of my theories obviously i've said yeah, I've said in the previous episode that um, I do think the timelines will converge at some point. Let's think about this logically. Why would Kyle put two different timelines? It's it's not. It's because they're both necessary. This is not for the fun of it. It's not to sell more issues. He's told us this was always part of the story. He always had this in mind. With that being said, I think it's all part of the story. I think Catalyst isn't actually just... And I think this is just one of my theories, but Catalyst isn't actually just judging Marshall or Nathan. Catalyst is actually judging both of them because they were both synced to the Radiant. They were both Radiant Black. And so if he really wants to challenge the wielder, why would he not challenge all wielders? Why would he challenge just one? When we've already seen that there are timelines um, and we've seen Radiant Yellow's powers, but we've never seen Radiant Yellow be able to look at two timelines at the same time right like he can look at a timeline he can sit there and look through all possibilities but he can't look through like literally two at the same damn time like literally like dr manhattan stuff so i'm thinking like he's gone because we need they needed to take him out of the equation because he could have helped them regarding the possibilities right like being like okay this is if yeah. he's connected to Catalyst, then maybe he would, or if he's, he's connected a cheat sheet to the challenges, exactly, he could like reveal what's being like programmed, what they're collecting, the data, and all that. So I think, yeah, the, also with the like the actual thing called like Infinite Earths, like the second volume, collecting like twenty-seven to thirty. I think that's like a them telling us that there's more than one reality. So I think the whole thing, especially being like one of the main motifs of the series, is a black hole, right? And accretion is to like gather more. So the accretion is a hive mind, right? Like they're like controlled by whatever the big thing is, but Premier is a vessel. It's not like the actual like entity, right? Yeah. So so it makes me think like kind of like the entity, like in the Green Lantern thing, right? Like he had a mind of his own, right? Yeah. Like he here it's like the entity has a mind of its own. It's obviously super intelligent because throughout the last two issues, it mentions specifically that greater beings not just greater humans but greater beings which which is the first time that we really get a cosmic like uh like like a mention of something truly cosmic like like beyond just the humans they're saying greater beings than you have like been selected have tried yeah. and we've already seen core's face we know he's not human he's humanoid and that's what he tells them he's like you would refer to us as humanoids so what if that's what it is? It's kind of like Viltrum, where it's like this entity that goes to planets, acquires the best of them, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like Viltrum does, like how it takes, it, it, it does it in a reverse Viltrum way, though. So here it goes to each planet, it acquires the best intelligence, the best like heroes, the savior, mm -hmm. the whatever, 
and then judges if they're worthy to be added to their ranks so that they may yeah. be a vessel, right? Like that that's like the vibe I'm getting, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they I don't think you're very far off. We don't know yeah, what tools so, they have either. Like yeah. this is just four radiance. They could have the advanced versions of these where they can see both timelines and manipulate them and stuff like that. Yep. And then looking back, we've gotten teases, right? Like we've we've seen that they were both synced to the radiant once and that they had to make a choice. So it doesn't like like maybe that's a further motif about the nature of free will, right? Because like perhaps the radiant cannot like like program between or like just like work between two different wills, right? There has to be yeah. like a singular vision. And maybe that tells us a little bit more about the hive mind since it is in a lot of ways a singular vision, right? They're operating by the code of existence or whatever the fuck they say multiple times. So it's really interesting to see like those two differences. But yeah, I do think even if I'm wrong about the what the catalyst goal is, I think 100% the timelines will converge. Whether it becomes like Nathan versus Marshall or not, I do like the idea of Nathan versus Marshall. I do. I think it's a fantastic way to, like, when you look at it in hindsight, especially when you look at what this series has been, it's yeah. in a lot of ways been comparing these two friends who, even at the very beginning where their mm. friendship is rekindled, uh, struggled with some sort of choice um, yeah. um, supposition, right? Like, there is, like, the black hole that they encounter, which they both wanted, but one makes the impulsive reach for it. And when you really compare that to the now of the series, like there's a lot of that still reflecting within their characters, which I think is expert writing, by the yeah. way, and storytelling by Kyle Higgins. Like you still see that even though they've changed so much because these experiences have shaped them over time and they've had opportunities and they've, you know, like literally things made them step up. They're still that same person. Marshall's still that guy who impulsively lunged for the black or sorry, Nathan's still that guy who impulsively lunged for the black hole and, and Marshall's still that guy who wanted it first or who saw it yeah. first. Right. And they're both idea guys, right? Like there's like <clears throat> this idea from the page one, we saw the debt, right. Of like a system where you feel like you're indebted to it, you're stuck <clears throat> with it and you're a part of it. But then the, the radiant represents that difference, right? Like Nate Marshall never took really took the leap and implemented these business ideas. He just has a job and always has his ideas. Nathan is always writing it, but he's never really wrote that story he's needed to write. But in many ways, like you could have Nathan writing and reshaping reality in a way that benefits everybody in a positive Thanos way. I like this. I like your theory. Like I really do. And like from the next newsletter, you should type it out for newsletter two. Oh, sure. you just do it in like a full yeah. page. I think that'd be really interesting to get a good grasp of it. But yeah, that's a good theory. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm totally. I'm totally in for that too. Um. I think like yeah. What one of the weirdest things about this or not not weird is just like how scientific how sci-fi it is like how how all these crazy things we have but we haven't gone into any multiverse or any, like any alternate realities yet it almost seems like an inevitable thing um can say like i'm not saying like it's like he, he's always wanted to do this i'm sure it's not just multiverse is a big thing right now but i think it just really works with this series um in particular and um yeah i i, I just want to see more of it but I, I definitely think i definitely think he is trying to test both and i'm 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 almost yeah i i definitely am going back to like nathan dying was the real test so like now after he's dead they're gonna see kind of what he's gonna do how he's gonna react and and if he's suitable um for that kind of thing so yeah yeah it's uh that's a great theory love it and uh just with nathan dying again that was probably marshall's last like string to humanity <laughs> and with that being yeah. gone I feel yeah. like he's now snapped. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's possible. Now, so, if if he's dead, like, 
will he be- I'm curious to see if he believes he's dead just considering like mm-hmm. he's already seen him die and he's already brought him back like he knows he's connected to existence forever um, but he for can't afford time. to lose that time he has to make the choice of going into existence and losing the war right or maybe saving him that could be an element I guess yeah they that's true I like that I like that a lot the last time he was in existence he was gone for weeks I like mm. that uh, yeah. but do you guys so do you guys think Nathan passed the test the marshal failed or the other um, way around I think I think they I, both passed but yes, I think I, the I way think they passed is different it is okay. how it's meant right now. I think now we're going to see the test. I think now's the test. Now that they're kind of in their own situations, now that we get to see them react kind of without any of the, or I don't know, not not crutches, but but things that could, um, I don't know, change their mind and well, whatever. Next episode's called we'll The Third see. Door. So yeah. Who knows yeah. that's going to Yeah. Right, but like you, you don't know if it's like, again, if it's like the test is indoctrination, perhaps like maybe they passed the physical test, but there was an element of them that was influenced. Because if, like you said, Marshall becomes evil, isn't he somewhat like, you know what I mean? He, they shifted his attitude in a way, right? right? Yeah. Right. yeah. He's, which, doing, he's doing it with violence. He's solving it with violence. Yeah. Which, which, that, which that's True. another point. Like, let, let's say Marshall does be like the, the obvious thing would be Marshall turning evil from this whole thing and, and going to fight Nathan or whatever. Um, even that, like it would even like if one of these characters turns out to be a villain, I think just being able to see, like that will be like our version of that character turning evil, you know? So it'll mean even more like it won't be just like an alternate reality. Like, but, but see, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but but the fight the fight what yeah. does it come down to does it come down to like i think the only way they could justify a fight between the two is if in this timeline marshall continues to want to win the catalyst war but becomes so jaded in his like quest that he becomes just a very like gray area character whereas like in the other timeline nathan's the same way but because of his fear is failure he, he's failed at everything he wants to not fail at one thing in his life that's why he takes it upon himself so heavily because he knows this is his responsibility. So what happens if they get pitted up against each other? Does it become a war of I, the ends justify the means? I am the better radiant black. I deserve it. Like, is that how they're going to fight? Because, like, I feel like that has to be set up a little bit better. If it is. I'm I'm starting to think I, I, I think I, I literally just saw that. Um, so in in 25, like they're so they're trying to test these guys and um, uh Oh shoot! Sorry, sorry. I, I just lost my thought. Yeah, it's all good. What's really sticks out to me is that we didn't get Marshall's last name for forever. I don't know why we waited that long. And the fact yes. that it's Ward, I don't know what the significance there. Is, and that's just something that's been stuck in my head. I don't know how big it's going to be, but it's it's just weird not to give him a last name forever. No one knows that Wait, can we find the guy's last name? I it's Ward. Yeah, I think yeah they they said it in a letters column one time, and then I, the robot um, said yeah. it, I believe. Once. A few issues back. very slight yeah. like it wasn't a big deal the, the, at all yeah. so it's yeah yeah was, the best place to find it is supermassive had a second print in the second print of supermassive they have character profiles in the back of every character and they have him named there like name martial war so yeah yeah so oh yeah, yeah so I, I remember what i was gonna say so yeah in 25 they talked about the previous wielders of the radiance and how they were actually they were taken over um like they, they were actually brainwashed or whatever um so that they were just hosts um now, now i wonder like if if nathan goes down this route where he's so he's so close-minded and stuff i wonder if that's gonna turn into a route where he's 
able to be corrupted somehow um, to turn against Marshall. But yeah, I, that, that's the biggest question is why they would fight. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I would love it to be a huge curveball and not that not even be the case. But yeah, I, regardless, I, I can't wait to see it. I don't know if I'm just stuck on it, but the way you're explaining it, I still go back to Naruto. Like it's it's not a story about ninjas or saving the world. It's a story about two friends trying to repair their friendship. Yeah, Sasuke, you were yeah. my friend. Naruto, I never <laughs> hung out with you. You were friends with the others. I love the blank background too at the top because that's all that matters in that scene. It doesn't matter where they are. Yeah, it's like, I lost my buddy. Like, this is the thing, and it's almost like reminiscent of existence right because like you know all the blank space it's it's a nice touch good good choice do you think these these uh, radiant troopers are going to play any role whatsoever because in one timeline we have none and in the martial timeline they're all of them are there um, oh, oh, oh i can tell where they're going to be Right yeah. as an Amazon exclusive as a four pack. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's a good question, honestly. That's a really good question because maybe, like, if we're going to do like the road to hell is paved with good intentions, then maybe Marshall commandeers that army, right? Like, maybe they, maybe they, like, they follow the Marshall, like, law. <laughs> so, they, I mean, they kind of, they kind of, uh, <laughs> so, uh, they they alluded to that a little bit, saying he, you know, he has a way of bringing people together, having people believe yeah. in him, yeah, and have yeah. hope. They yeah. can definitely Marshall, be like the face or the leader. What if like the evil Marshall, like Marshall, it's like it, he wins, they win this, and then they start spreading it. Like the military gets involved, has this tech, they've seen what they can do. Marshall could be like ruler of Earth, like that could no, be, Marshall like, twenty four. <laughs> yeah, Marshall twenty twenty four infinitum. Like there is no other election. <laughs> like we don't know what could go yeah. on. I also want to know what the sacrifice means, and it's, yeah, right? I, like, what does that mean? Even, sacrifice even of oneself. Going, no, no, like yeah. of Nathan, because they're saying like sacrifice Nathan for accretion. Like, what does that mean in their perspective? Your personal like, connections for the greater good. Show that the things yeah. that should right. ch change your mind don't sway you, and that you're part of the part of us for life. Is my thought. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of going back, like thinking about like the beginning like when the robot says like will will you kill him um and nathan says no i'm just saying like if it was premier why would nathan hesitate killing uh just some random person who's trying to destroy the world like why would Maybe he hesitate with i don't that? think he's a killer right like he i don't think he, but like he tries like, not to kill yeah, people i i i don't know i, I think there's no that, that is a good point killing someone and then like seeing the entire universe yeah fair to kill I, one person I, you have no idea who it is I, I can see Nathan beating him to the ground and then Premier just being like, like, like you know, to paraphrase the ending to a uh, Transformer show, just, what are you waiting for? Finish me. And he yeah. sort of just punches right beside him. He's like, that's the easy way out and starts walking away as if just sort of like, I have beaten you. Where Marshall is like, I've lost everyone, or rather, I've lost my best friend. Everyone else sort of just puts up with me. I will kill you. Like without hesitation, he will yeah. probably kill Premier. Yeah, Possibly. no, I, 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 de I definitely believe he would. I, yeah, because they did, they do set up the fight through the covers of like Premier versus versus the Radiant yeah. Blacks. Yeah, also, so I wonder. Even, yeah, like when Radiant, when Marshall got that Radiant, like he got the Radiant, like Nathan died, and and so existence came to him, and he said, "Will you do it? Will you kill this guy?" And he said, "Fuck yeah! Like I, I don't care. I'm just gonna do it." Like it just like it, that's been his character from the beginning. Like he's just so wait, wait, wait. 
Do you guys think the final? T- Did they say how many tests there are? Is it like three or five? Uh, or I believe three? I three kind of makes I for some reason Rule I think three, three but I'm not sure. Right. Do you think? Do you think the final test will be fighting Premier himself? Um, oh no! Oh no! That's sudden death. Can we sitting there on his imaginary throne, just like, all right, I'm bored. <laughs> Maybe you think you pass, and the premier flies and breaks your back, and then you really, yeah. you know, right? like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's interesting. I don't. I don't know how this series goes forward after this. Like, what's the big threat after this? Right? Like, I'm almost that's worried. That's this that's okay, right? here, here, here. I, I think it's going to get to a bigger scale. But yes, you know, I, I, I'm with Charlie, I, and I really want to ask this question. And I'm glad you said this. Yeah. Do you think that after Catalyst War, we're moving to space? I think I think that's the only logical ex- logical explanation. It's either that or the the Earth people. So like the Franklin Group, maybe like the Moss or Jimmy Moss use that technology and whatever they learned from this invasion. Yeah. To further yeah. their interests, but I, I would hope it's more space. Though I think that'd be that'd yeah. be cooler. We know Good there's more cultures out there. Like, like we, mm-hmm. we saw that one race that all those, um, all the radiance, uh, kind of wiped out before. Yeah. Like, there's kind of a yeah. weird race there. Like, yeah, there, there's there's lots going on. I think uh, out in the galaxy that's that's primed to explore for these. Characters. I can see it ending, but I also see plenty of meat on the bone. If we I wrapped it yeah. up now, I feel like there's a lot unfulfilled. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's fair. Also, that's yeah, fair. this this was one of the most fulfilling issues of the run, hundred percent. Oh yeah, definitely worth the point five or or yeah, base it, uh, worth it, wait. it, it was a long yeah. wait, but yeah. it was it, it was worth it. No, these were excellent issues, and I just want to say to all of the people who were doubting Kyle Higgins, um, I think Kyle and Co. Like Kyle, Joe Clark, Marcelo, Eduardo, Tobias, Rod, uh, Raul, Becca, Michael. I think everybody delivered on what they promised in the Catalyst yeah. War so far. Like we were concerned, and when I say we, I mean we as the general readership, not we on the podcast. We were concerned with how different each issue was going to be. Are they going to do like just half different? Are they going to recycle some lines? When we read 25, we were like, not sure. We're like, okay, it's just, like you guys said earlier, it's just the last page that was really different. But this, these last two issues, like 26 was mostly different. Yeah, 27 is completely Especially different. Especially this one. They're completely, completely different. Stories, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like you really need both issues. You cannot read this without both issues. And I would There's say a similar like – skeleton, but the musculature and the, and the flesh yeah. of the story is – totally different so tommy's totally. appearance is way yeah. different they're different issues in my opinion mm-hmm. like yeah 100 and and you you're really going to want to read both to see how they both progress and the beautiful part is we still don't know like these are such good stories uh they're they're so satisfying we talked about how just last episode we need more we need and the reread it, it's not as fa- satisfying because you have to read 25 issues of like slowly not revealing things or like okay 26 issues and you still don't know who 001 really is well here 27 issues and they gave us like five to ten issues of lore here and it was super satisfying it was done expertly it wasn't rushed it wasn't an exposition dump it was it was smooth if i had to like score these issues i would honestly give them both tens because i thought they were like genuinely perfect like they really pushed the story forward yeah you like these are the existence issues more these two are the two uh, existence issues. I, 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 yeah, we were talking about this before. I think, like, as a standalone, as like, which issue can you pick up alone and read it and, and get it? existence is better. But like, in terms of like being the piece on the chessboard that really moves the play forward, that is a crucial thing. Like, this is probably better in the long run because this yeah. delivers on so many things. And I think it's like that with, with Rogue Sun Seventeen. Like that issue was so satisfying because it delivered so many things. 
But is it like alone, standalone, the most satisfying read? We could probably say seven is, right? Because it was like right, the most yeah. fun to read on its own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So much cool timeline stuff in both series though, right? Like it's wild that we did issue seven and then Kyle's like, well, coming up, I'm going to do like, you know, wild timeline <laughs> shit myself. Like it's really cool and they don't feel like there's similarities in, in the two series, but they feel like so distinct and like, I'm so glad they're part of the same like umbrella, the same banner, like the Massiverse. Yeah. God damn. Like the Eisners need to pay some, no, I'm just kidding. But like legitimately like <laughs> these guys, we're going to be looking, people will look back years from now saying like holy shit what these guys were doing was insane like and it was nominated right it was nominated yeah, for yeah, yeah. an eisner yeah, yeah the yeah, first yeah. year there's a lot of good yeah. comics i'm just being a smart yeah. ass. but like the um, series really has a pedigree is mm. was issue does issue 30 has a 30.5 right yes and that's the last issue of catalyst okay. war and that you, they, that is what they told us when we'll find out who actually won the vote do you guys In think it's time. possible if we get a converging timeline by then we could have like both timelines just like each like kind of both issues but just like one story through both issues I, kind of like yeah if you can have a yeah i can see that mind you won't have two separate stories like just I, one full okay. story yeah what would Maybe. that look like like merging two times i, I just i, I we've seen that in so I think many just two issues it would just comics. be two two issues yeah. in the 27 and 27.5 would just be two different I just mean like issues, people die in one issue. How, are they back in the other timeline? Like the, the cities are destroyed. How do you get to like the camp? I think at that point, the yeah, think about like reading any crisis, like any crisis, tiny line, yeah. tiny any line. any Earth One Earth yeah, Two crossover. Like they'll show you like right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's uh, happening yeah. here and here? And Jack's that's just a question yeah. that I just wanted to pose, yeah. just because yeah, yeah. There's, I, I just think like giant specter hands is two Earths together. If it gets both of the boys alive, I'm okay. Even the I, first I, I, line 001 ever said um, to Marshall, I went back, like he said, I'm 001, marked for death by Catalyst, now in mm. service to the new way. And now we know, right? Like now that means. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Now yeah. it means something. And just, yeah, I'm excited it to only, go back. It only took 27 issues. 20, 20 yeah. like 30 if you count like the 0.5. I, right? so, I haven't read two years almost. I, I tease, but seriously, thank you, Kyle. This has been an incredible issue. Yeah. satisfying to read gave us like two hours of reviewing to do basically Debatably the best massive yeah. first week we've had yes rogue is on me, yeah. yeah rogue sun was, was emotional top tier yeah. as well man Holy i gotta read that and i do want to say yeah. before i forget uh thanks for joining us garzilla like godzilla minus one was dope but like garzilla <laughs> as our plus one is like top tier so thanks yeah. i had that joke uh, for like half an hour as i had <laughs> no I, I like your insight you're really like rounded and you have like a really like practical kind of way of like you, well, you add a good flavor to the show well, as a uh, as a screenwriter myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I really appreciate how different and original this story is. I love not to gush with you guys, but I do love listening to the podcast because yeah, it's nice you. to listen to like these deep thoughts. I wouldn't have thought about the whole Nathan and Marshall thing having to fight eventually. Thing, I wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. It like I probably would like not gonna lie. I listen to the podcast while I do my walk, like do like a morning walk on the weekend. Yeah. And so, like, you know, just listening to that again, my brain like start functioning. I'm like, shit, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> also, yeah, I, I've been wanting to say this: these like tech suits that they wear. Hmm. As like a big Toku nerd, I am. I fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're <bad>. yeah. <laughs> the, nah, they're these bad, scream man. just like Metal Hero. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like. 
Yeah. The best part is that, like, if you wanted to cosplay as a Masterverse character, you genuinely have so many options, which is, like, crazy to me. Like, you could be Jal, you could be one of the Accretion, you could be one of these, like, Starship Radiant Troopers, you could be, Just Marshall versions with the Hawaiian shirt or the no shirt. Yeah, there's variants, right? Like, there's literal costumes. And boxers. Do you you guys think when they did that, because we've been complaining about costumes, (laughs) give Radiant Black a new costume. Well, he's shirtless Radiant, bitch. (laughs) I could do Dad Bod, uh, Marshall. But yeah, I also I noticed that Nathan when he's radiant black adds more clothes like the uh, the scarf and stuff like that. Marshall usually yeah. just like changes, swaps out a shirt, or just doesn't wear one, which is which is his thing. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry, oh, oh. I, just, uh, I wasn't here for uh, the 27 discussion, but I just love it. it's like. Why are you still wearing the helmet? Uh, secret identity, <laughs> dude. They're the government. They probably found out like a few months ago. That's exactly. Something. That is yeah. very true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We didn't want you on the first half so that we know you love the podcast. So you have something fresh and new to listen to for that first one. I didn't think of it that way either. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't want, I also didn't want someone like, like, like joining us and be like, guys, I normally listen to this show and they're normally an hour and we're like, we're two hours deep. Like how long, <laughs> you know, like how long is this going to go? <laughs> it's the massive, it's a big week, man. Yeah. It's a big week. And the thing is like, we were gonna do Rogue Sun today, but then we're like, no, uh, we'll have to save Rogue Sun <laughs> yeah, for, for no. tomorrow we because we really. If you guys yeah. did Rogue Sun yeah. today, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we wanna, we wanna, we wanna really go deep into Rogue Sun because there's so much that happens here. But man, I can't, I can't stop praising these two issues enough. I really like. I've read these three times each so far, so I like. Book and just I came honestly, out I know we, we just were so into it, man. It, we, the first time I read it, I I, I swear to God, I couldn't like I, I read it so fast because I was like so, you know, when you're just like oh my god, you know, like that. Yeah. That's how I was, I was reading it, like oh that's my god, like what's happening? Yeah. So then I read it for, and I was like, I want to make sure when they get a lot of lore, I want to make sure I I understood everything correctly because it's a lot, right? It's a lot to absorb. He literally just told us like why the yeah. radiants are here, why premieres here, why catalyst here, what the fuck accretion is. Like we we get all these yeah. words that we didn't know, right? And if you remember, the first time we heard Catalyst, uh, Catalyst was like issue nine or ten. So it's been it's been a long wait. It's yeah, been a long yeah. wait, man. We take it seriously. We want to give the readers the best interpretation we can of this stuff. Yeah. Like we don't know one hundred percent the canon, but like we even ask each other questions to bounce off and second guess before we air because we want to give you guys the best, you know, takes yeah. we can. So, yeah. and there's also just so much to absorb. Like I think someone once said, like you can choose the pace of a comic book, and that's what makes it different from other mediums. Like you're you're in a movie, you're sitting through it in a in a song, you're going with the tempo, but in a comic book, you dictate the tempo, right? You go at your pace. And I think when you're reading it, I think there's so many subtle things in this issue that, like I said, like if you really reread them, you'll notice they did a lot more eye play this issue, like mess with the eyes to convey emotions. Like look at this page here. He literally looks like traumatized like he looks yeah. like that he's 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 like he snapped like you remember like this took me back like and it's also the feelings i think that's what makes kyle like such like kyle's such a good writer and he knows these are super amazing issues and so this has me like literally reliving memories of when jason todd died <laughs> it's like i was a kid when i read that right like this is seriously how i found like oh my god like this is like yeah. you know what i mean you're, like, you're pumping things up like yeah. those two were talking like, how can we make this like as much of a yeah. gut punch as possible and they they yeah. nailed it the transition when they're bleeding like when he slits the throat because you're going from like think about the colors the whole issue has been mostly blue and green in that issue and then you go from like oh i just painted the whole camp red and it's just like blood <laughs> everywhere and this is a sci-fi like comic book so you're just like yeah. holy shit you know what i mean like it's yeah it's just murder straight up in here like you know exactly. what i mean what were you saying yeah. 
Oh, just if I had a nickel for every time Kyle Higgins killed off a character during a major event, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's surprising <laughs> that it happens twice. <laughs> yeah. it, but you guys see, like, this reminds me even just this scene of, like, Mark, and this is minor Invincible Season 1 spoilers, you know, like, 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 uh, yes. you know, what were you thinking, whatever the, the line is, like, yeah. when he's on the mountain beaten to a yeah. pulp, like, he's just basically yeah. about to murder his boy, like, it's like, that's the level of emotions we're dealing with, like, look yeah. at the way, look at the way Radiant Black is, whole. that's like Kyle when he discovered that his girlfriend was fridged, bro, <laughs> like, straight up, like, like look yeah. at the devastation on his face, like, he just looks like he's done, like, he looks like, it looks like that's it. Like you know what I mean? Like we're gonna we're wow. about to get a whole different mar all new, all different Marvel next and, issue up, or Marshall, Marshall next issue. Yeah. <laughs> and the layers of guilt are different because like this is his fuck up, right? Like Nathan died yeah, being radiant himself. This is I took the radiant from him. If he had the radiant, he might not have died. And I didn't have it when I when I had it, I didn't say I couldn't save him. So the guilt it will be it's a lot more different. And I was thinking, like, is Marshall really gonna go evil? I think it's possible with this much guilt infused in the death of his best friend. This is like the invincible scene. It's like, make sure they're dead. You know, it's like, it's just like, he just like beat the shit out of these zealots. And then one of them managed to just like pour it in and give a quick stab. And it's just like, dude, that's going to like, that's going to, that's going to scar him for sure. And he's going to relive that moment, right? He's going to be like, if I did this differently, if I did this different, dude, like look at his face here. This was badass. We understood like how badass this issue was. Look Look at that. Eyes, man, that's look at his cool. eyes. That's like I think it's the tender. I think it's the tender, or yeah, all the things grabbing him. I think it was Matt who said that that, that this <laughs> is the page song. that gave me Oblivion song vibes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of pages in here, but yeah, dude, no. look at this right here. You he becomes like his own, yeah, yeah, like Marshall Might here, and then he comes no, but like it is badass. Like the way it covers this his face, is like, crazy, no. dude. He it just is. look at the way he yeah. murdered this guy. Like, do you guys remember how he took off the armor of Shao off like his he literally just blew this guy up internally like that. Yeah. Like just it's Adam Eve with no blocker, basically. Like I will manipulate your at you're dead. Like, like yeah, that's... this is Dr. Manhattan shit right here. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. right? Like this is like Dr. Manhattan killing someone. He just literally blew his atoms out and he was just like, You're done. Yeah, and I, I like the kind of gore where I have to try to decipher what the fuck I'm looking at, right? And it's like you're like, at the face, like being sucked. Trying to make like, out it's... a head, like you see his neck. Yeah, yeah, no, it's amazing. I just know these aliens amazing. bleed red too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are humanoids, after all. But yeah, um, animators, good luck trying to do that in a TV show. Like, <laughs> like Jesus. Look at that. Yeah, I'm the amazing. Red too proceeds yeah. to bleed green. It, it turns red eventually. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a big market, I think, for superheroes that aren't just like dark and like adult. For this, like Punisher is pretty like dark and gritty. And, like this is dark, but it also has like the lighthearted stuff of Spider-Man with the grit and the gore and like the real life stakes and the punches. Yeah. Not that Spider-Man doesn't have punches, but this is no. you won't see this in Spider-Man. It's mature, yes, yeah. like, and there's, there's a finality to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, like he's he's not gonna come back like Gwen, you know. Sorry, no. yeah, like, like who knows? Maybe this won't end up like sh- uh, Shattered Grid, where Tommy Oliver does come back. Spoilers for a comic that came out like five years ago. Um, he might not end uh, up like Ghost. I'll keep going. Oh no, no, just uh, that was essentially it because like you know Tommy died at the beginning of Shattered Grid, yeah. ended up coming back by the end of it. Uh, this I feel like maybe it's going to be like Dragon Ball where we've already brought him back. We can't yeah. bring him back again. No more wishes. Okay, okay. Okay. Balls, yeah. okay, I would like that. I, I no, I, I would like that honestly. But like, and, yeah, have, like, uh, even like have Marshall again live with that guilt of like I, I just got him back. Yeah, that's we had a plan. Good. Oh, 
like the Burnett's next issue at the beginning of part whatever, like part one, that's going to be the worst thing to see, right? You can picture the panel, right? I'm like, oh my God, Ooh. they just no, got their son back. It's war. Like, imagine no how outlook. devastated Kathy's going to be in. No, no, no. I'm just shocked about what if he finds his laptop and he sees, like, he starts reading what he read oh. and it's like, he's going to kill us all. No, you know what's the worst? Yeah. Brayden gets that. Yeah, hopefully, did he hopefully deleted it. that. Hopefully, he deleted. Yeah, it. I hope he's. His finger was that. on the button, yeah. but we. Oh, we didn't no, see no, the no, man, that away. was a Google Doc. You can history check that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna see the last edit thing. He's gonna click on it, and then like. Oh man! Yeah, that fuck? would that Wait, would definitely be devastating. Quick yeah, question like, before we end here: Is this we can show that on YouTube? Memory? But we're demonetized right now for showing that. <laughs> is he? Is he? Is he muscle memory for doing this? Like, is this because this look? He looks so comfortable doing this that it makes you think this is not the first time. Is it like a pure moment of like Eureka? I discovered I can do something new. Or do you think this is something he knew he can do, but this is the first time he really let loose? Um, I, I think I think because he's a hundred percent synced with the robot now. Like just subconsciously, even if he doesn't consciously know he could do these things, like deep yeah. down, if 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 push comes to shove, his instinct will take over and do yeah. crazy shit like this. That's right. Well, I, he, I think it was the same thing with dissecting the armor. Like exactly. Right. Right. Kind of he knows how to lift you with like highlighting their body. So he just, I guess, he just took that energy, put it into a ball, and then put that into a person's chest, and knew that the gravity might rip him up. Like, like he doesn't care. This more like I know this is gonna fuck this guy up. Yeah. Boom. Like I don't know if he knew for sure, but he knew it was gonna, wasn't gonna <laughs> he had be a good idea. Yeah, he had a yeah, he had a pretty he's good. He's pissed, guess. right? Like this is yeah. rage mode, and you don't think you act, and he's like, mm, you know, you're not being creative. Plus, he does have that creative mind like Nathan as well. Where I do like the dichotomy between the two of them, where one's business minded, and the other one's more like artsy, right? which is really yeah. cool to show the difference between the two of them. Like I got it like hats off. Like we do, I don't, I don't even say we kiss ass because these writers of this team has been kicking ass. Like I can't even like, it, I, what could they do to surpass this? Yeah. Hmm. I, I agree. I really am. And we asked that question last issue when we were getting ready for the big, like right, like the big next issue. And hmm. I'm sure we'll be asking ourselves the same question next issue. When we read uh, radiant sure. black number 28, so I, I think that's a good place to end our conversation for Reading Black 27 and 27.5. Before we do, guys, we just want to say, first of all, an amazing um, this an amazing thank you to Garzilla for joining us today. We love chatting with him. We had a fun time last time. We we're really disappointed when he had to go out, even though we included it in the episode because we, we, we love talking with him. We were yeah. super happy to have you on the whole time this time, um, chat with you about Radiant Black, hopefully and not the only time. And yeah, um, yeah it was, I think you couldn't have picked a better issue, to be honest, to, <laughs> to come chat. Yes, yeah, so it was like, it's a, yeah, it's a you, good you one. You could say it was get wrenching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to, too. yeah, for a series that's that's um, inspired by Invincible, it was nice to finally get some of the Invincible aspect uh, in tang- yeah. uh, well, alongside the Power Rangers influences, right? It's yeah. really cool. Comes together really well, of course. Not to take away anything from Kyle, Joe, uh, Marcelo, Eduardo, Tobias's work, uh, and everyone else, of course, the colorist, Raul, and, and Rod. Everyone did something incredible with this issue and yeah. with this storyline. It's different. It's fresh. It's new. All these reviews you can see, I think I saw AIPT. I know Matt Martin, um, one of our moderators in the Discord and a friend of the show. I know he posted his review on this and gave a really good review with the Nerd Initiative. So check out that. So many yeah. people have been reviewing this series, and they've been just praising it and it deserves the praise yeah. i i yeah my only hope is 
I hope Reading Black doesn't get snubbed for Oscar or for Eisner's in the future. Like it doesn't have to win an Eisner. If, I mean, if it deserves, it should. But I'm saying, like, just to see it nominated it. again. Yeah, I think it deserves it. The story's been so good. I think this is honestly like dollars to donuts, like the best superhero indie book there is right now. Like I yeah. really do. I, I don't think there's anything better than this. Like, and I'm, you know, yeah, the fact it's... that we're getting two like two different books at the exact same time. Mm-hmm by the same writer just two different creative artists instantly became my favorite book because it's like just mm. you know the big companies wouldn't do this mm-hmm. yeah yeah but 100%. like uh image has faith in kyle they're letting him do it they could have just stumped him and be like no and this could have been like like mm. a trade of like a, yeah. a what if yeah the only yeah. thing that competes for me right now is, is Rogue Sun, and I like it. It's like watching the console wars, yeah. watching Xbox versus Sony, where I'm like, either way, I win because I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna enjoy both because they just always nail it, and it's been great. It's it's really special. Like we're in like a fantastic time period. It's like Andy at the end of the office. Like sometimes you don't know when you're in the good times until you've left them or whatever to mm-hmm. butcher that. But mm-hmm. it's like this is an amazing time for comics right now. Like yeah. Image has been killing it. They're my main company that I follow for a reason, and they haven't let me down. They're just smashing mm-hmm. records. And now they got Transformers too. Or sort of, <laughs> sort of, yeah. And Void Rivals and Jedro, yeah, so much, yeah. Um, it's a good time to be a comic books, uh, comic book fan. We we say this all the time, guys. If you're not reading that many books, give yourself uh, a, a chance to, to you know expand your mind when it comes to your your reading, your comic book reading palette. Read some indies, read some image, read some boom, read some even smaller uh, publishers. Read some like older that. books. Read some yeah. older, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The I, 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 spent, rating. <laughs> I spent the first half of this year just reading the original Amazing. Amazing Spider-Man run. Oh, yeah. very smart. Yeah, nice. That was a great yeah. time. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and if you if you want to see more of these characters, of course, you know you can you can find information about it everywhere. There's a Reddit Masterverse. There's our Rainback Podcast website. We have breakdowns of the characters. There's the actual podcast itself. Um, there's a whole world in the Masterverse, right? I think that's what I appreciate the most about Kyle is that in this universe he created his own universe within image comics and he's giving all these opportunities to friends to other amazing super talented creators to come in and put their input and write their own characters like he said like dead lucky that's melissa's character and then french's character right yeah. like like rogue son that's ryan's character that's not his characters they're just in his universe but those are their characters so it's so fun to see that creative collaboration it really truly does echo the the independent spirit of image comics yeah it really it's- is what image comics is right yeah I don't know what wave of image I would consider it, but like it's like the third or fourth wave of like image, yeah. just like all oh, these creators, and it's like a new light, and they know that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know, maybe the second wave was with Kirkman or something like that, but yeah. I just love it. And if you guys yeah. want to support the podcast, uh, the cheapest and easiest way to do it would be to give us reviews, honest reviews, yep. and stuff like that on iTunes. Thumbs up on YouTube if you like to comment. Let us know what you guys thought of the issue and stuff like that. There's uh, a yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got our patrons yeah. in the back there. Yeah, yeah. So before we get into that, I just want to say. Um, yeah, so the the Masterverse has all those books. Check them out. And in a lot of ways, when you think about the JSA, you know, you have your old timers like Alan Scott, uh, Hawkman, uh, you know, Spectre, like yeah. Doctor Fate, and those are like the OG, like like Image people, right? And then you have like the Star Girls and like the the Kendra ha- like Saunders and them. Those are like the the Masterverse people right now. They're like the new JSA wave that are just like getting trained. Like they're they go through their motions. They're inducted into the JSA. 
they're making their way in the world you know what i'm saying they're, they're just like maturing and they're growing into these like amazing legacy heroes that will never be for, forgotten right and that's that's the cool thing about this whole image thing and it's really cool you know the history but even if you don't just to see them like just to see at a comic convention opposed to a spawn invincible savage right and then like radiant black that's just that's so cool it really yeah. never gets old um but yeah and let's give a quick shout out to our patrons of course like matt said our patrons are Noah M, Patrick, Joe J, and uh, I can't I can't see the what's the other one? I can't see it. It says something with a J. No. Joe. Is... <laughs> oh, there, Jordan, Jordan C. C. Sorry, yeah. Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Great Jordan C. Jordan Always C. like in my yeah. tweets. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan like verified. Yeah, Jordan actually tweeted today. He was like excited to hear a new uh, Rain Black podcast episode from the boys. We apologize, Jordan. We couldn't get it out on time. It'll be out on Thursday, so the day after these issues came out. And if you want to blame anyone, blame Image Comics because we've sent them so many emails asking for PDFs <laughs> to review copies. Being like, I'll show you my receipts. Like, I'll give you my receipts. Here's my Rain Black. Just give me, just give me the, the book two days early, so I can, so we can release a review on time to our amazing listeners. And Image was like, you know what? And they never replied. So, <laughs> can we tweet review copies like it's like a secret blueprint yeah. or something that's not to be seen by any eyes other than ours? But whatever, you know, yeah. it would just make things easier. But I'm happy to buy them until now. It's like the worst case scenario, you know. It's someone get Kieran on the line. Like he'll he'll find a way to get us the books, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll we'll find a way, guys, uh, to get the books in the future. Uh, I'm just saying, Kyle, if you ever want to send us review copies, that would be the worst thing. And uh, if you're looking yeah. for someone to review Moon Man before it comes out, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, Moon Man number one, January 31st. Make sure you guys pre-order that. Radiant Black 28 and 28.5. I'm not even going to bother telling you the release date because it may get delayed. So sometime oh. soon. Yeah, get your pre-orders in. We've got, of course, no one coming out very soon. And we've got uh, Infergo Red Kickstarter closed. So we got book two coming out next year. And then what's the what's the other one? It's uh, 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 Dead Lucky, Dead Lucky, right? Yeah, Dead Lucky number. Rogue Sun's taking a break after eighteen. You mentioned Shift. Yeah. Did we talk about Shift? Oh, yeah, right. Next week, time. Shift. Oh, uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. So we're doing a special episode thing for Shift. We're doing two episodes, in one maybe I don't know yet, but we're doing two different topics. We're gonna do a recap of the original Image stories, the four parter that gets collected in Shift. We're gonna recap that, and then we're gonna do a review on oh. the new story. So Here's if you've never read that, we got it for you. Shift has a major focus in these stuff. And you know how you can like teleport stuff? What if we juice him up and he can teleport between timelines? And he's like the link between the two Ooh. timelines. That's Because he's got more focus than like any character that's not like a Radiant. That's a yeah, potential. That's right like there, that. And it shows how he has the world in his hand and stuff like that. And that cover for the, the little collection there. So just putting that out there that that's a potential thing to happen. See? Yeah. He embodies the chaos aspect a little bit too as well. He's a chaotic little dude. But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you on the next episode with two different timelines. Stay radiant.
Welcome to the Radiant Nathan podcast. You've been caught up in the Burnett. <laughs> we discussed plenty of leather-bound books. <laughs> he warned us. Okay, okay. He Just wait, wait, wait. Just wait a second. Wait a second. Just redo it. Just redo it. No, why? It was so good. Oh. <laughs>